what up guys welcome to rizzo on the move i am your host joe rizzo and this is my podcast powered by the movers check out movers.org with a z movers with a z to see what we're all about and to collaborate as far as this show goes we feature people from every walk of life from all different parts of the world we believe that everyone has a story to tell no matter who they are now let's make some moves I just did a podcast like four hours ago. <laughs> Took a nap and woke up and here we are. <laughs> yeah. I ate two edibles. Had <laughs> two? Yeah. What would the... Just yeah. passed the fuck out. How big were they? <laughs> they were like yeah. this big. Like They weren't too crazy, but... Yeah. Enough to... Yeah, I'm definitely... Have fun. me walk in and wake you up. I yeah, took, I didn't even know where I was when I just woke up. <laughs> yeah, I took one one time. I swear to you, it was like twenty four hours plus that I just was in a cloud. Yeah, it was not. Well, it was not good. Yeah, oh my god, that's a psychedelic, you know. Definitely is. If you stay awake during it, it's it. It could be some, but more or less likely you're about to pass out. Mm-hmm. I remember I'd rather like I get anxious if I. My first time, the first time I was ever stoned. It was from an edible, and I didn't know what stone felt like. And, of course, it was the most intense thing that's yeah. ever happened to yeah, me. Yeah, you felt weird. I remember I was up in my buddy's dorm room in college. I was walking down the hill afterwards because yeah. I was like, fuck this, it's not hitting me. Mm-hmm. On that walk down the hill, I was like, whoa. Like, just oh, long. Shit was moving. Long. That was cool. Go up into my dorm room. I'm sitting there. I'm looking at my roommate. I'm like, oh, my God, I do not feel good. And uh, he's like, dude, yeah. you look white. And he's like, super straight edge yeah, kid. You, you can like, get greened out from yep, those, man. I greened out. Yeah. That's what it was. I greened out. And he's like, freaking out. He's like, oh my God, what'd you do? I was like, I, I took edibles. Mm-hmm. And now I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, fuck, I've never taken it. Is it laced? And he's like, let me check your heartbeat. And of course, oh it was like 180. God. making All me this is bugging you out even more. Yeah. And he's dude, just, I, I, had I was a, like, I had a friend that I, we went, I forgot where we flew, but we were on the same flight. And he, we took edibles like five in the morning. We had a, like a 7 a.m. flight. Yeah. And all right, we took them. It was cool. We went, the problem was we took such a shitty airline. So it was, I think it was Spirit. And uh, like, yep. there's nothing there, but like croissants from the day prior. And like, so we were like, we're starving. So we found a Dunkin'. We got some Dunkin' and we got a croissant. No joke. It's like probably 15 minutes once we've moved out from, you know, off the tarmac a little bit. And we're passing like the private jet hangers and I see something nice and I'm like, yo, check that out. And he, all of a sudden I look at him, he just doesn't look coherent. And I'm thinking, all right, you know what? It hit him. Like he's passed out. All of a sudden, like we're now we're about to take off literally just, you know, right, like, you know, right then and there. And all of a sudden I, I hear someone scream. I look over and his neck, he's just slumped over and he's throwing up all over himself. Oh. And I'm like, and I'm freaking out. I wasn't even high, but like I was freaking out because I'm like, he looks like he's having an exorcism. Yeah. (laughs) Keep in mind, the person next to me was a, was a, like a federal agent. Oh, great. And I see the bed. they were all like worried about it. Yeah. Yeah. He was like, did he take any drugs? Did he drink? I was like, it's five. (laughs) He's not drinking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's, it it can hit you. I got a free flight out of that though. (laughs) Spirit. There you go. Shout out spirit. Need a flight to Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, so by the way, whose voice are we listening? Who, what are we doing right now? How'd we get here? Oh yeah. Let's go. You want Maybe you should do a little, uh, you didn't show it, man. Okay. All right. Yo. So, um, Matt from movers and we're here with Cole, my buddy from blink fitness. 
Um, the only member that hasn't tried to apply for a job there. Thank you, Cole, <laughs> for not doing that. <laughs> no and uh, yeah. yeah, we're both doing our own things now. And um, you know, Cole, me and him, our relationship has always been like, "Yo, dude, let's link up." Yo, dude, let's link up. Mm-hmm. Yo, dude, let's link up. But yeah, we're always do. so busy. <laughs> yeah. Always so busy. We never got to. And then finally, literally like a month ago, we were like, fuck it, we're linking up. It was 1130 at night. We were like, mm-hmm. let's just link up. Let's just kickstart it. And ever since then, now like all of a sudden, we're like, all right, now we catch each other more often than we used to. Yeah. And uh, this is the, the most we've seen each other or sat down to speak with each outside other. Outside of the gym. Outside <laughs> of the gym, literally yeah. forever. Like this is the longest combo we've ever had so it's like dude what are you up to great all right yeah peace clients yeah catch you call boom see you later all right text me doesn't text we don't text forget oh dude i forgot but it's just like it's never on for for years for yeah literally three years i've been there and like just recently we started linking up again what made you want to do a podcast you you hit me up you're like yo you want to do another one tonight and i was like yeah sure he was just feeling some type of some type of way you explain it. That's your key. Yeah, you had no, a podcast you know, urge. You know, I've always had the urge. And it's it's not necessarily just tonight is the way I'm feeling. It's kind of a, you know, a feeling every single day. Um, you, know, we, we, you know, we all know we're all trying to create something for ourselves and, you know, grow and prosper over, the, you know, not let alone, the, you know, the years, but the days. Um, you know, I always, it's, it's hard to watch people in your, you know, your small circle mm-hmm. that you, you genuinely care about you know, steer to the other path, you know, mm-hmm. you know, granted we do, you know, we live in a time where Red people, pill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, and, you know, especially close to where we are now, you know, we live in an area where people are more or less entitled. Um, you know, you have, you know, we have families or I can't speak for myself, but you know, friends that have families that do very well. Um, you know, they're, they're very well taken care of. They don't really have a worry. You know, I think the biggest thing is the only, you know, the only way to grow is to have your back against the wall, you know, when you have no option, you know, when you have the option to opt out and, you know, have that $2,000 a month to spend on your dad's credit card or whatever the case might mm. be, you know, it, it's definitely, you know, it, it's, it's hard to watch sometimes. And especially with the people that you care about the most um, or people that just don't have the drive. You know, we all talk, you know, we all know, we all sit, smoke, talk the shit. You know, we always talk about what we want, mm-hmm. but what's going on, you know, how are you getting that? What are you doing? And the problem is, you know, we, if I ask a close friend that, they feel offended. But I'm just genuinely asking a question. If I'm, at, you know, if I'm asked, you know, questioning you about your life in a respectful way, and you take that as a threat, that's more of a you problem than it is me. Right? Are you um, getting? I guess you're, that's happening to you recently. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, I love, I love my friends to death. I really do. You know, they they've been with me for a long time. You know, even after I lost, you know, we all go through cycles of friends at times, yeah. and. You know, they're great. You know, they, they, we can all be assholes at times. That's that's a given. I think that's in any friend group. Yeah. Um. You know, but in the end, you know, you just want what's best for them. But at the same time, it, you know, trying to help them shouldn't tie you down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I think the one thing that Matt and I always had in common was we were, you know, we always, we started from the ground up. You know, I saw movers way before movers, was, you know, what it was yeah. now. He saw it at Movement Movers. Oh, yeah. It was, you know, he saw it at Middleman Productions. No. We went through three stages. Middleman Productions, Movement Movers, and then Movers. Yeah, yeah. And he was at the OG days. I was like, yo, I created a <laughs> website. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I was like, <laughs> create a website. I'm doing more than 90% of people, you know? Dude, yeah, no. Just I, to try it. I remember the, web, the website was sick, and we were always <laughs> talking about it. Like, we were, yo, you were so hyped about it. And um, energy, it's just, it's, uh, yeah, it's crazy how it just evolved. Like when I, you know, when I met you, I was probably, I'd say 
17, 18. Yeah, I'm 22. How old are you? 22. 22. All right. So I started, three-year difference. Yeah, I started real estate at 18 years old. That's right. So that's like, I remember tell, you know, telling you about everything Going starting. Exam. Yeah, holy shit. You know, and also the one point I always make is, there's too much like showboating going around when there's nothing behind it. Yeah. What you are know? you showing off right now? I think, you know, people respect, I think, but that's just the way we think nowadays, you know, especially with social media being present, you know, you see on a billionaire's Instagram page, you know, just everyday posts about watches, cars, real estate, whatever the case might be. It, it, it always hits us. You know, it, we always feel like, fuck, we want that. Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez. Ty Lopez is a genius, though. I'll tell you that much. I mean, he works with a few people I know when I when it comes to the um, drop shipping and crypto space. Um, and I, you know, I haven't met him personally, but I, I've heard he's a genuine guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Listen, in the that, yeah, it was complete clickbait, and he was a douchebag. Let's let's be honest. He was a complete douchebag. Hey, but, here in my garage. <laughs> but let me ask you this. Cars. That was how many years ago? Four years ago? Three years ago? Maybe. First started, Three right? years ago? I still see him, though. He's still in every YouTube ad. Look at it. Let's, we can go on, you know, we can look up YouTube and Google Analytics and see from the time he started, he's posted that video to now how, how big his following has grown. Oh, shit. And Huge. His, his net worth. <laughs> yeah. You know? He knows everyone. So I think that's, you know, people overlook that and they don't realize that he really created something amazing for himself yeah he was it, was, it came off as like a straight you know a, a cocky douchebag you know he's kind of like you suck this is what i have i read books i have a lamborghini yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it's like no first i have a lamborghini i read books <laughs> yep yeah but, dude i remember like first seeing that and i immediately started social media marketing and stuff like that and funnel systems and things like that I never acted on it and now I feel like you see that all over the place because it's just built to spread. And then here we are. I feel like things get out way quicker in the past three years than it has ever. And that's just three years from my notice. Like, who knows what people see? Like, who are older than us and have been around way longer, yeah. you know? Like, I, I'll, I'll, bring up, I'll bring up a funny point. I actually had a fight with a friend today. It wasn't just one fr- Well, it was really more one friend, but... You know, it was all of us in a group chat combined. So everyone was kind of, you know, mm-hmm. throwing their two cents. Um, so we were talking about jobs and we were talking about, you know, um, your resume and, you know, applying for the job and interviewing. My friend's like, well, the resume is your only, you know, your only golden ticket for the job if it's if it's the good thing. And I'm thinking, my, you know, I said to him, I gave him this question. If I walk into a job where I'm a computer programmer, and I don't have a degree. I never, I dropped out of high school, but yet I can complete all the tasks and everything that they want me to do on the job. Am I still valuable just because I don't have that degree? I mean, yeah, the, 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 sure. the resume to yeah. back me. Job's going to get done. That's all. And I, yeah. and I personally think people around our age, you know, you know, we look up to the baby boomers in the, in the corporate world. You know, whether, whether it's the marketing aspect or finance, it's all people that are in, you know, the people that run the show are 50 plus and nowadays obviously younger um but they see it completely different than we do yeah and i think that when the time comes where we're in that space i think it's going to be completely different i think people are going to look for you know firsthand experience rather than a diploma you know i think that's what's really fucked about america is because you know or college education i should i could say because you know i remember going to class and saying what am I doing here? You know, what, what I'm learning now, can I apply it to my real life? No. You know, are four, are you five out of, four out of the six classes worth my time? Probably not. 
No, dude. It broke it down. And I and I respect people that go to you know that go to school and are very studious and do their crap because I was never that person. I was always good in business, but I was never good in school. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I get I hats off to everyone that does that. You know, whether you know whether they're looking to be an attorney, a doctor, you know, some somewhere in corporate America, it's very hard. But at the same time, it to me sometimes it can feel like a waste of four years plus. Yeah. Well, you recognized something earlier on than most people have, mm-hmm. you know, and you were able to uh, get that more of a progressive uh, mindset. And it's hard to do that or feel that way when you're feeling stuck with something for four years and you understand the value of time and money, you know, like a 200, like thinking back, like averages, you know, let's say 100K, 100K into self-education is, I I view way more valuable than, you know, than the, the schooling system. I think though there are other things in school that does teach you beyond just the yeah. school itself you learn how to if you go away you learn how to live with like, people yeah i learned how to live on my own mm-hmm. was it two hundred thousand dollars worth debatable but to be determined. you know like <laughs> in retrospect if that's what it cost me to develop this then i have to look at it that way otherwise i'll just only live in regret and i refuse to do that <laughs> but recognizing for the future i mean to speak about it now it's only to help the education system and to actually maybe get a class in personal development. Like I haven't seen that. <laughs> you I, know? I, I, I always feel like the adjunct professors were always the good ones because the thing is they were too busy, you know, focusing on their career rather than being at a school. I, I obviously being a teacher is a career and a profession, but you know, I took a, it was a, um, like, a, um, corporate finance class and the, the professor, you know, was in investment banking. You know, he he was a, a data analyst. You know, he 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 did a lot of things that you know pertain to the class, and that made it very interesting because he could provide real life, you know, experience. Experience, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was, you know, but the other classes, you know, where I had a operations management professor. She she graduated from University of Tampa, which is the typical. I'm gonna be a teacher school. <laughs> is it? Yeah, of course. It's gonna be either I'm a I'm, I'm either a third grade teacher or I'm a gym teacher. Pick one. Yeah. And. Gym teacher been dope. Yeah. I know everyone wanted to be a gym teacher when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah everyone did. Like, dude, it's the best job on earth. <laughs> oh yeah, all, all the gym teachers got the hot, hot teachers. Yeah. Yo, yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah, you're right. That's funny. Yeah. All for the summer right now. They're all chilling. Actually, one of my buddies just became a gym teacher, and I noticed that because he's not working right now. <laughs> he's just hanging out. Yeah, he's chilling. <laughs> my gym teachers were so happy. Like yeah. they were happy people. Yeah, talk to they kids. They were never in a bad mood. Funny ass people. It's great. Yeah, yeah. that's. Uh, Anyway, it, it also, but it, you know, then, then we, you have to think about it from the other end. And again, like I res- I respect everything that they do. Um, but for me, it's like, does the time, is the time equivalent to the money? Mm. And sometimes you have, but the thing is, is in the beginning, you have to do that bitch work. You have to pay your dues. You know, like, like I was telling you, I mean, other than the real estate, you know, my tech startup, I get paid well, but at the same time, I'm willing to do that bitch work just to show them I'm dedicated. You know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter about how, you know, I'm sick of people you know judging others based off of job titles or how much they make mm-hmm. if i mean for if you, us anyway if you're yeah. ma- if you're making $120,000 a year as a janitor and i'm making $120,000 a year as an investment banker but you have the summers off who's really winning uh, yeah or who's happy who's happy Whoever's just happy cuz you know that's that's another thing you know that ha- would you rather make 120k doing something you don't like or like 70k doing something you love you like absolutely love and it doesn't feel like yeah. work every day yeah and you're not going to work. And at the end, you go through that process to retire, which is deemed as, all right, I don't have work. I can relax. 
but you go through such stress that by the time you come out of that, you're shot. You're so shot. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, there's a lot of systems in place that will fuck you that you still got to work. Like, people can't retire, honestly. Like, I still hear people work until they're 80 because they have to, not even because they want to. And it's pretty sad. Like, they were fed a... I think of retiring, and I don't even think of that like as something I would do. Like I'm not going to retire from anything. Yeah, I don't even want to retire. Like that sounds bad to me. Like all right, I'm done. Like I'm going to the end. Just got to die. Consume. There's like yeah, yeah. I think the the level of retirement changes. Like you know, you you see, you know, you see people in their 70s, 80s that are you know lying by the pool in Delray. You know all you know all year round. Or you have the people that, you know, they still do it, but, you know, they may be retired, but they're still working. You know, you know, the I have, I know older people that, you know, they, they sit on the beach all day, but they still work. You know, they have investments, they scale their, you know, they scale their real estate investments and it's passive income every month. You know, it's not like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm, I'm, I, I just, I saved a half a million throughout the course of my 50 years of working. I'm going to, you know, now live off that half a million dollars. No, it's, you have passive income come in every month. So you never have to worry. Mm-hmm. It's the worry. What do you do? Sorry. Oh, no, man. It's not <laughs> <laughs> it's, so I I do I do quite a few things. Mainly two. Um, don't want to spread myself too thin. Yeah, but right. what I what I do now is I sell commercial real estate. So I handle a, I manage a small portfolio on the island, but I also work with a lot of investors. Um, so long story short, one of my dad's friends um, owned a tech company. Started last year, and I was helping him find a building. It was first to lease, and then they thought about purchasing. And they just really liked the way I worked. And they and I, to be honest, last year I made I made okay money, nothing to brag or anything about. I you know I ended up a majority of it went to bills and you know some bullshit. Hmm. But you know, long story short, they ended up hiring me because they liked my work ethic. I worked there part time while I was in school last semester, and I got you know I was getting paid very well. You know, a lot more than I was that year, the past year. And I, you know, I ended up really finding a love for it. You know, I was like, I love technology. I'm a nerd at heart. Um, you know, this really, you know, wraps around my, my hobbies. And I ended up actually not coming back to school this summer or this next semester. And I have a full-time salary there that they pay me, you know, very generously. And I couldn't, you know, appreciate it more because they're such respectful people and nice guys. Um, but I do that. I work at a tech startup. As I do, I'm an account manager, but I also do a lot of um, like application implementation into phones. Um, like for example, let's say you own a limo service and you need X, de- you know, X device with, you know, these apps implemented with these network settings. I do that. Mm. So the bitch work would be, I go, I go pack the boxes, you know, we're four people in this company and we, and we're number one in the space, be- even with companies, with five, like, four, wow. 500 plus. Dude, really? We're putting we're putting out work, man. I don't leave. I don't sleep. You know, I answer the I answer the. You know, you would think nine to five. After five, they stop answering the emails. I'm answering those fucking emails till one in the morning. Yeah. Wow. You know, I'm sitting at my desk. You know, why wouldn't I? It's a startup life. And here's yeah, the thing. It's you exciting. Know, we're not really selling so much because the the, the let's just say a, I'm not going to speak companies just <laughs> purposes, but. You know, if someone works for a cellular company and you're a sales rep on Park Avenue for business and you, you have and now you're a representative of that limo company, you come to me because T-Mobile, <laughs> T-Mobile <laughs> the cat came out, T-Mobile <laughs> can't get the equipment. So you come to us, Okay. you come to us and you and we usually have refurb and whatever, whatever you need. Um, 
And what will happen is, is you know, you 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 you're really trying to you're trying to sell to your customer. So you need the product. We're not reaching out to you. You're reaching out to us. Yeah. So it's really you know. It's not really even a sale at that point. It's like but we end up selling ups- themselves. In the end, we end up upselling the cut. You know, the customers will always come back. Their customers will always come back and ask if we have you know this product or that. Um, we mm. do we do a lot, and it's you know uh, signed an NDA for the rest, but. You know, it's it's a it's a good thing. It's 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 awesome. You know. Yeah, I want to hear about that maybe off air. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, man, keep it closed. Now I want to ask you a question oh, because me? yeah, man, because so because like you know, whenever it comes to Matt or movers, you know, not even I mean like I didn't you know I didn't know you specifically until Matt and you know I've heard a lot of good things. You do your podcast. You know, you you run your own operation. I want to know more about that. You know, how did it start? Uh, so the podcast tables have turned. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you talk about it. The podcast. Yeah. Do you want to grab another pod? There's oh, we do have them. Yeah. Because oh, right, cool. he filled those up for us. I didn't know what the. Uh, I was kind of that like, look was. Yeah, I was like, the, the, I gotta okay. charge mine. Charge Yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah, grab a pod. Cool. So the podcast started. Well, like you were talking about before, like influencers. Gary V was one of my big ones. Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Um, Howard Stern my whole life growing up. Amazing. Yeah. So I always love talking to people. I always listen to talk radio. I would fall asleep to Howard <laughs> all the time. And then I was like, well, I mean, I love talking to people. I talk to them anyway. Why not just record it? And then yeah. Gary V started saying the same shit. Like, you're doing it anyway. Why not record it? Or you always put out content, document over create, all this stuff. So I was like, fuck it. I just... One started. day I just did it, yeah. Yeah, man, that's... It's pretty much how it goes, I guess. First, like, you gotta just take the leap. But, yeah, now we're 100 episodes in. That's amazing. Basically. And we're still growing, you know, all that, the time. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, See, that's always, that's always something I wanted to start, but I, I just didn't feel like at times I yeah. had the, the... I wouldn't say content, but I guess I can rant on and on, but, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't feel like there would be much of an audience for that. And, you know, I've, I've I, big one of my biggest inspirations... Probably not going to listen to this one just because you know he's busy doing other things. But is Andy Frasilla? Who's uh, that? I'm not sure. So that is. Andy Frasilla is the owner of a company called First Form, and First Form is a supplement company to do a lot of nutrition products and stuff like that. Um, but he also has a podcast called the MF CEO, which is actually number one on the business um, business ratings. Mm. <clears throat> I'm not sure how that works, mm-hmm. um, but. Um, yeah, no, he's probably, if I wouldn't be half the person I am today, if I did not listen to his podcast, every single one of them, as soon as they came out. Yeah, that you know, was you. He's just so brutal and just so honest that it, it you know, it really, you know, it kind of like you're driving, you have a long day, you're in the car, you kind of, you know, your eyes widen up, you know, you kind of go, fuck, like, this is what I'm doing wrong. The amount of times that I've been, I've had the worst day of my life and I listened to that podcast and all of a sudden I relate like the exact scenario that's happening to me that day happens in the podcast. And I go, dude, this is crazy. I'm not alone. Every time. That's so, great. Yeah, man. It's, it's definitely one to check out. What's um, it called? MFCO? MFCEO project. CEO. Like the motherfucking CEO. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. and then. Did he have like a, sorry, an email list or something for like a pre sign up for something? He probably, he, well, he has, um, well, he has a few things. I mean, he 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 does so many things. It's great. He's, he's signed up for something on like a podcast. Like they, I think it was for his podcast or something coming out. He's got a project. Who are you talking something? about? 
Andy Frisella. Oh no, I don't know who that is. I'm you not too him? sure. Yeah, you've definitely seen a video about him. You'll, you'll, oh yeah, yeah. There's two. Yeah, that there's two guys I gen I usually listen to just for two other reasons. You know, two different reasons. Andy for the motivation and the the drive and. I listen to a guy named Grant Cardone. Of course, dude. Yeah. Grant Cardone Even is the... What you're saying yeah. is kind of Grant Cardone. Grant, Grant, Grant is the man. I, dude, I'll never forget. I started listening to him when I was probably 14 years old. When YouTube was like, a, you know, it was wow, definitely... Out for, dude, he was posting bullshit videos. Like, I used to think this guy was the biggest tool on earth. He made me feel so uncomfortable. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. I revisited him like at 18 years old. And ever since, I've been hooked. You know? Yeah. Him, Grant and Elena are a fucking power couple, bro. Yeah, yeah he, I pulled he, some stuff from them. He's a monster. He you know? doesn't stop. He's 50-something. 50 56, I think. Yeah, 56. Did you see, I just watched a video last night. I was smacked. I was watching this video. I was right about, I was right, you know, right about to go to bed, and it's him. He's doing one of his like um, growth cons, like the 10X growth con. Oh, oh yeah, 10X. And 10X. I don't know if it was that specifically or he was just doing a panel for something, but a lady was a realtor out in the, out in the stand, and... She basically got on the mic and said, I'm having trouble closing this deal. They basically never called me to list their home. What did he do? He got the phone from her and he called her on, called the woman, the homeowner yeah. on stage and was like asking her, you know, why he had no idea what the context was, but in the, he never, he actually didn't get the deal. You know, he was put, he, he was really, you know, finessing her. Yeah. He's a, he's a legend. And I think, you know, some people may find him annoying because he can be sometimes. He's the ultimate sales. Sales ultimate, dude. Yeah. Ultimate. If you're looking, but but he, he makes you know what I love that he's what he says the own where you rent and then you you rent, rent where you rent you where you can you, own you you buy where you, you rent own and where you rent you, where you live like yeah. so I don't know the exact but that's what I'm working on now that's why I, I'm saving my money I'm trying to be mm. frugal I just I, I'll be I took a girl out just before this bro hey. it was. I had no issue, and listen, I, like you McDonald's know, thank, thank, th- yeah, baby girl, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> Hash browns or French fries? <laughs> it's got to be on the dollar menu. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I have no issue treating a girl at all. I mean, like, you know, I, I, I think I'm, you know, I'm sometimes in the position, especially with this deal closing, where I can, you know, enjoy myself a little bit. But I'll be honest, it was definitely more expensive than I thought it was gonna be. Mm. It was all right. I mean, it was Where'd great. You go? Yeah. I've never been to Cara Cara, Cara Cara, whatever. And, and, and oh, is Huntington? it? Yeah, no. Fdale Village, baby. Oh, yeah. That's right. It was me. good. But we didn't even familiar. have much. We didn't even have much. Like, I was expecting to be like 50 bucks. Like, I was like, all right, like, cool. But it was like 85. Where is this? What place? I, we didn't even get an entree. Oh, that's, that's why I'm what? confused. I'm like, this is fucked. We and got she, drinks. We had two drinks each. They were like yeah, 10 bucks each. That's yeah. why. Sounds right. sketchy. Oh no, good time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you again. <laughs> what do you think of Tony Robbins? Stay tuned. Tony Robbins is the man. Have you ever seen the video of him in Fiji? Uh, oh, no, like the movie, Yo. right? You're talking about? No, no, he, his house. His house. So yeah, when he got, jumps into his pool, but his no, little thing. Do you, The workers that work around it, he's so, like, they are so thankful for him. They cry when he leaves on his helicopter or wherever he needs to go to go somewhere else. Yeah, they, they, they cry. They they throw him a celebration because he's such a good person. I was never a big Tony Robbins person. You know, he I think he was a, just a tick before my time. Mm-hmm. You know, when he was really really hammering it out. Um, but I still I I, he I still is. Oh oh yeah. my god! Yeah, yeah. but those are the, those are the type of people. Grant, you know, Tony yeah. Robbins. I mean, a little different levels. You know, Grant's about. I listen to his podcast. He does. Um, he'll always tell you he's about four hundred million in debt, mm. in in debt into real estate, but. You know, refining properties. It's a it's a whole game. I mean, the debt obviously, the taxes are lower. 
you know, you're, you're, you're not taxed as hard. I always tell people, I mean, the reason why I, I always want to get on a podcast and just run my shit and run and, you know, all the little tricks that I've learned over the years, but I am like, fuck, I don't want to give away these secrets, you know, like it's a simple. It. Yeah. <laughs> Gary V is a big believer of just giving it away. He doesn't care. Cause it, it's up to the person to do it. You know, it's yeah. up to the person to execute. Mm-hmm. I, I can give you a literal, a literal outline on how to make a million dollars this year. And it's up to you to do it. If you don't do it, you didn't make it. Yeah, but then if it's like uh, you don't sleep, you don't go out on weekends, people are like, ah, fuck that. Like, then like, they don't want to give up the sacrifice to get there. The one thing I don't always agree with with Gary Vee, I mean, I do, but I don't. In my, in my you know, situation, mm-hmm. um, is he's like, fuck up, your th- fuck up your 20s. He goes, you have so much time, which I agree that you have so much time. Even if you're 50 years old, you still have time to create something great. Mm-hmm. But I also think, oh, thank you. Yeah. Um, I also think that, you know, if you're hungry enough, you should be waiting. You know, the reason why I didn't go to Florida State was because I wanted to get ahead of all these motherfuckers that are four years into school. And, and guess what? By the time they're in, you know, they're making base. I made base four years ago. You already said. You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, and all I want to do is help. I mean, whether it was me, I, you know, that the, 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 the work aspect was my second struggle. Ever since I was a kid, I was always overweight. Always. I was considered obese at one point. You know, I was like 220 pounds, like 36% body fat. Oh, that like, big, wow. Dude. Bro, I was packing heat. <laughs> and like, <laughs> packing heat, no holster. You gotta, yeah. you gotta plug the the OG photo. Yeah, oh, you gotta pull it up? <laughs> oh, you know you know what he looked, you have it? Yeah, we can find it. I'm sure you got yeah, the yeah, TVT somewhere. Yeah, get, pull it up. I wish I, we yo, had like I was the, the same boat. I wish we had the Joe Rogan uh, screen. And just like, yo, pull this up. And it's like live video of it. Yeah. Oh, we got the green screen. Oh, we got it. We got future plans. I was two forty three, dude. Same shit. Yeah, yeah. It's, Damn, both you boys. It changes you, man. Like I, I, you know, that was like my whole life, and then I believe it was my begin, like the, the the summer, but maybe it was junior year and going into senior of high school. I was dating this girl that I, my first girlfriend ever. I dated her since tenth grade, and you know she, you know, she was okay. I was okay. You know, it wasn't like she was definitely a beautiful girl. And I always thought she was beautiful, but like in, in, in hindsight, you know, how everyone looked at us, we were mediocre, you know, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I remember wanting to, she, you know, other guys, she was getting, you know, other guys were getting her attention. I was like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? So I ended up like, I would get home from whatever I was doing or I'd go to the gym. I'd come home and I'd either run around the block or ride my bike and I would do it every single day. And I did it because I felt like she deserved better. The moment I started losing weight, I was like, yo, fuck this hoe. Like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going in. I'm going absolutely in. Damn. And, and That's she, funny. yeah, man. And That's how my journey kind of started on, like, I was really small. Like, I'm a short dude. I was real scrawny because in high school, I, I was not big. I was, like, 160 or something. But on a short stature, it looks big. Going into college, trying to girls. First thing, right out of the gates, like, first day, look scrawny. That was it. Triggered me. Gym every day, six meals every day. People thought I was on steroids because I was. Ju- I was just like, no, I'm just. I never lifted, and I just ate everything in sight. College freaking meal plans, the like meal plan gets oh, you meal plans, unlimited. Yeah. I, meal plans oh, get man. you beefy. I, I had a good school too. Like they had great food. I would load up on grilled chicken. <laughs> knew me by name. I had a mesquite chicken sandwich from Quiznos every day, two o'clock. I bring between classes, burritos every day. 
and I just stacked up. I gained 40 pounds in one semester. Jesus. No. One semester. That's I went from be. 127 to 167, 165, 38 pounds. It's People roids, thought I was dude. roided up. They were like, what the hell? You? I was like, I've never even seen a steroid bottle in my life. Yeah, man. And 40 in three months. Three months. My, my uh, parents were concerned. They were yeah, like, what the fuck are you doing up there? It's a little creepy. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm getting injected at night. I mean... And the cycle stuck, so whatever. <laughs> Speaking of in- injections, oh, uh, let's I, go. I, I have now. a story for you. Oh, oh injection story. Like it's it's not. Stories? It's not necessarily about injections. <laughs> it's so. It, it, it like injecting my brain. The, the, the word injection kind of like got into my mind for a second, just because. I'll be honest. I went to the city. I think it was two weeks ago, maybe. Like on a Thursday night, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't go out. One of my favorite DJs was playing at at Lavo in Manhattan. Lavo, yeah, great, you know, there. great restaurant, great even even better club. Um, so my my buddy my buddy Frank and I went out, and we didn't we were we took so I told him I said I was at work, I was at the office, and I said, bro, like he was getting out of his summer class. I said, dude, pick up a bottle, I'll pay half, just get the bottle so we have it, so we can drink something, so we don't have to you know break the bank there. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool, no problem. It's like fucking like 8.30. He comes to my house to like pick me up. I go, yo, where's the fuck? Oh, and it was like 9. It was like almost 10 o'clock because the liquor store was closed. And I go, bro, where's the bottle? He goes, oh, fuck. Because I didn't get it. I was like, dude, really? <laughs> so we got like, we went we went to the Farmdale train station. We went to the 7-Eleven right on. Right uh, next to it. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And we, we got like <laughs> we got like two tall boys and we're like, uh, all right, well, yeah. like, whatever. I'm not a fan of beer to like Fun get spot. drunk because I'll just get bloated as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if, I, if I'm sipping Blow it throughout, if I'm sipping it, okay, cool. Like I enjoy it. But like to chug it yeah, and try to go finish out the tall. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I throw up everywhere. See? Yeah, dude. So Gene T's. Halfway in, I was like. Fuck this. So we got up we got out into Penn. I threw that shit out. I we got an Uber. We got there at like twelve thirty. And I don't even so we must have left later, whatever the case might be. So we got there at like twelve thirty and we get in. And first thing we do is go to the bar. I get four shots of tequila. Four. Okay. Oh, nice. Two for me, two for my friends. The startup. Yeah, I mean listen, I wasn't trying to get hammered that night because I had to do shit to the next day. Not right directly in the morning, but you know, I I wanted to go into my office around noon. So, you know, two shots each. We had a good time. You know, we went into the, the, the crowd a little bit, had a good time. And then like two and a half hours later, Frank ordered another four. So I had four shots. But, you know, listen, I've been, you know, I'm not, I'm not the biggest drinker, but I've been to Mardi Gras. You know, I've been to Alabama for homecoming weekend. I, I've, I've had my, you know, a few times. I've had my fair share. You know, I, I know, how, you know, I, I know that four shots is not going to black me out or let alone get me destroyed. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden... Uh, Frank had to go take a piss, so we go take a piss. Um, I'm, I'm afterwards. I'm outside, just chilling by the bar, just waiting for him. Out of nowhere, bro, a fucking bouncer just grabs me by the arm and he goes, "You gotta leave." And I go, "For what? Yeah. Like, tell me. Like, I'm sitting here waiting for yeah, my friend. Like, what's what? your deal, guy?" Yeah. And he goes, "You're fucked up." And I go, "Dude, what? Oh I was. God. I was. Listen, was I drunk? You bet your ass, I was drunk. But was I? You know, was I to the point where I was blacking out, where I was falling what over? What were you doing? Were you like falling over? I was standing there. <laughs> So all, all of a sudden, I walk up the stairs because Labo's underground. I walk up the stairs, and all of a sudden, dude, as soon as I get out, I text Frank. I'm like, yo, bro, I got kicked out. Like, come through. Like, I got no answer. No BS. Like, as soon as I press send on the last text, my lights went out. But I wasn't drunk, dude. There was no way. I ended up, let's just say, I ended up, like, somewhat coming to 
What do you mean? He hit you? No, like Wait, my, I, like my black. I blacked. You black? That's all you remember. All I remember. Oh all God. I remember afterwards is slightly coming to at four thirty in the morning in Long Beach at a fucking cab at like a uh, coming getting off the train and going into like a cab place. Oh, and and I I almost fought a crack. And my dad, I apparently called my my dad on the phone, and I was like. I don't know what I was saying. He told me, like, he's like, drop me a pin. Tell me where you are. Mm. I was like, I'll send you an invoice in the morning. That's what he told me I said. What? Wow. So I was off the He said, he's like, you did not seem drunk. And he said you were fighting with somebody. And oh. all I remember, like, when I think about it, I remember, like, a crackhead, like, just starting problems with me. Like, I'm like, come on. Like, and he got off. All I remember is my dad telling me that I was screaming at this guy. Like, he thought I was going to, like, fuck you him You were by yourself? Yeah. My, well, so Frank never came out. <laughs> so I don't. I was like, "Fuck!" I I don't remember, how, dude. I don't have a lift statement. I I, t- I ordered. A, I I called the lift to the pen, but I never. I never went to it. It said I missed it. Where so the fuck did you go? Like, so I don't have a. I don't have. Movie. I love this. I don't have a. I don't have a. You know, a receipt from Lyft. I I. You know, I never had. I didn't have any cash on me. I definitely did not take a cab. How did I get to Penn? To Long Beach. I didn't even have a ticket for Long Beach. Yeah. And what's in Long Beach? You're in I must have, I must have tried to get home and probably got on the wrong line. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Unless I'm conscious. You thought it said like Long Island. Going to the beach. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Long Beach. <laughs> and I've never blacked out like that where I don't remember any, like anything. Dude, I was... Is that the I, first time you ever uh, did that? I've blacked out before. But, like, yeah. I, I can show you a video of me blacked out at Mardi Gras. It's a completely different cult. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and all of a sudden, I, I... Let's just say Frank got woken up by a police officer Ooh. at 7 a.m. in Penn Station in a corner, like, lodged in a fucking corner. That's just... Sleeping. And... Damn. His iPhone X was gone. Oh, he got jacked. Yo, so like we, I, all I remember is like I get a phone call that morning from Evan. Uh, Hi, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Evan's yeah. like, yo, yo, like I heard what happened last night. I was like, bro, is Frank alive? Like, how do you know about this? We end up tracking his phone. That bitch was in Central Park. Did Central you go Park. get it? Absolutely not. Oh, I was not. Did. I was not. I was home. We were both home. Frank got woken up. He got on a train. He got home. He went home. Damn, but so like lost the fucking iPhone. The next day, dude, I could not like I tried to go to my office. Like I couldn't even get out of bed. It wasn't even like I was hungover. You got roofied, dude. Bro, 100%. Oh, wow. The first thing my the, the my boss said is, "Did you check your ass?" <laughs> I was like <laughs> no. I was like, "Homie, don't play that way, man. Like we're good." You never know, you blacked out, dude. That's very that's very true. That's very true, but dude, that was the scariest moment. I like not remembering what you've done has got to be scary. You know, I hate that feeling. My dad was like bugging out. He was about to like come get me. Like, I I never want I never want to get like that. Like that was stupid. That's like it should never happen. But, but you didn't even drink that much, right? No. Or you don't remember? No, no. I definitely it. did not drink that much. Like I can, dude. It was I. I have oh, the I'm, statements and the funny thing. And here's the best shots part. Of tequila. Here's right. the part. Lavo charges me seventy dollars for four shots, which I can understand because it's Lavo. But then they charge Frank, this asshole, fucking thirty dollars. <laughs> what? what? That's great. What? <laughs> what? what? Why? What is Frank Yo, doing? It's literally talk about scams, dude. That's just stealing. You go on, you go online, you read reviews, dude. I, I, I spoke to one of the partners at my company, and I was like, "Who do you know from Lavo?" And he gave me a list of X, Y, Z, and they were all like representatives. Um, I'm like, all right, I'm not going to get into it. It's over $30. Yeah. It's like, it's like 40 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to start something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, let's take this to court. I'll put you in contact. They charge <laughs> yeah. me for my drinks. 
Oh, man. You charged me for my drinks. What the fuck is this? Dude, the city the city's crazy, man. The city will the city will get you. I can never go to I can never go out if there's a bottle on site. Like it's just it's it's a recipe for disaster. Been there, done that. Yeah, dude. I feel you guys, but I'm all into bud now. <laughs> I don't really even I'm care about it anymore. Good made a good switch. You my, know, it's a nice little switch. My tolerance is too high. Like it's not good, bro. It's it's I know it's never enough. Like I end up my house is up for sale. You know, my family rents a house in 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 the community behind blank, and we were, you know, so whatever the 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 landlord selling it. So we had an open house this past weekend. I bought like four grams, like just for just to hold myself for like the next two weeks. I try to I try to keep myself like yeah. at X amount per week, just so I don't you know fall off the deep end. Yeah, <laughs> but like um, if it's there, dude, I shove that shit in, my, in like. I've I've had the same bag for like bongs and shit for like years. Like I keep them in this bag. I end up throwing one of the Ziplocs in the bag after everyone left. I had like I found the other bag. Everything was cool. But then like I think it was two nights ago. I was like I go. I'm like all right, bet like it's the end of the day. Like it's like eleven o'clock. I just finished working on that my the website I'm trying to start. Yeah. And I was like all right, cool. Like I pouch. Enjoy myself. So I go. I'm like. Where the fuck is it? And I'm freaking out. And I'm like, it's always the worst feeling. Because here's the thing. Like, if it's like 10, 30, 11 o'clock, no one's selling you shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not getting oh, it. Oh, yeah, you're stuck. Yeah, you're not getting it from anywhere. Like, so I was like, oh, my. Uh. And I'm like, I'm I'm full of, I wouldn't say I'm full of anxiety, but I don't stop thinking. That's the only reason why I use it. You know, I use it towards the end of the day so I can stop, you know, wind myself down Just and be able like, to calm. Just like, right, shut up. Yeah, yeah man. brain, like. So then Turn you, off. you couldn't find it. Oh, I I, had, I found some Keef. I, I was able yeah. to, I was able to make something <laughs> no, we work. Keep, we yeah. always make it work. Yeah, always find a way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. I found one. There's like you know like these sliding screen window doors. I found an old bowl of mine in like the other window. So like I always open one side of the window, but never the other one. Mm. And I found it, and there was some old. There must have been some old ass shit in there. <laughs> yeah. And it was just one night. I was like, "Fuck it!" Yeah. And it just ripped. Oh man, that was the worst thing I ever did to myself. Dude, aged. But it's probably wet. Oh, wet like, aged. Who knows? Yeah. Aged weed is like, a, it's like a fine wine, man. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you, I found some shit from like high Fuck school. I ripped that up. shit. I was in another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you're not kidding. I've done the same thing. Like I've, I've had like eight month old weed then it, it wasn't even dry it was like still like fresh i was like what the fuck's wrong with this weed yeah, and then i right? smoked it i was lifted off so something about old weed is like wine you're right dude i i oh interesting my God. it like took me like idea. four times to smoke to get high for the first time like when i first start like when i first tried it and like almost my senior year, i tr- dude i remember my friends like running around the backyard like freaking the fuck out and i'm sitting there like why is everyone bugging? These kids are fucking animals, man. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, dude, it took me so long. I remember ripping, like, I think I smoked out of, like, I think I made, like, a water bottle bong. Still do to this day, you know, it's just, you know, desperate times call oh, for desperate measures. Bong. Hell yeah, man. I, go on vacation and you don't have a bowl and you make a water bottle oh, bong. My, that's what I did in, I've, in Aruba. I've done pens. Yeah, I did that I've in Miami. Like Got, a pen one-hitter I've done. Well, I'm start, I'm oh. going to I'm gonna start bringing my pens on the flight. Pen one hitter is nice. Yeah. Private on, private only though. TSA won't know about that. Yeah, no way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All Dude. right, you're good. Yep. I don't even think they care about. Dude, weed they anymore. don't. I don't even think they train the dogs to look for weed. <laughs> like, it's not. Listen, I mean, I, no, they don't. They walk around my they want, shit, and they want like, I always bring like some sort form of weed on every vacation in some form. Yeah, like either actual nugs or like a pen, a pen yeah. or like an edible. 
They never see shit, but no they way. walk right past the bag, so like the dogs scare the fuck. Even if I don't have it on me, they yeah. scare the fuck out me. They're like looking at you. I'm like, yo, you gotta chill out. So yeah, man, I I've never taken anything on a plane. I've sent it like you know to my to like my my family's place in Florida. Like when I take a trip down, oh yeah, I send it out like a few days prior. By the time I get there, it's there. You know, yeah. you know how I got weed to how I transferred it on the plane. I brought it on the plane itself. Not even in my car, in my suitcase. That's savage. I brought it on. I I packed a lunch. I put an apple and a Capri Sun in a in a brown bag. Then the sandwich. You put a, you put a piece of plastic, right? Like plastic wrap. Piece of bread, then a piece of plastic wrap. Put your bud, then another piece of plastic. Then make it a real sandwich on top of that. Cover it up. Throw it in the be- in the bag, oh, and it was you smell meat, and it's just or whatever you have. Smell bologna. It was maybe. yeah. yeah. You, you, it's just a sandwich, and it looks real. And then like Underneath. when it goes through the machine, all the machine detects is organic matter. Yeah. So there's lettuce on there. Yeah. So then it just it just goes through, and wow. that's how I transferred it to uh, a quarter. Yeah, through a sandwich. That's, that's unreal, crazy. dude. Yeah. That's unreal. I've, I've, <laughs> I have yet to have the balls to do it. I mean, like, when we used to go on cruises, we used to take, um like, we used to take, like, Absolute, and we'll pour out um the um mouthwash, and we'll put it in a mouthwash bottle, we'll get the blue, you know, blue tint, or the yellow, you know, like, the spearmint, yeah. and it works like a charm. You take a little drop of that green, it looks exactly like spearmint. We get it passed all the time. It's crazy. Yeah. There you go. See, that's a good one. Peanut butter, I've heard. Mm. Shampoo, throw it in there. Interesting. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you can transfer your weed. I, I, <laughs> but we shouldn't have to. should be able to bring your weed anywhere you want. Yeah, who cares? Medicine. Yeah. You have to be hiding my weed in a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, you... Hide in a fucking sandwich. As, yeah, long, right? as long as it's sealed in somewhere else where, you know, I, I don't see it being... be respectful yeah. with it. Yeah, I mean, again, we, you know, we, it's, it's hard to speak on, you know, on behalf of people that have a completely different mindset about it. Mm. Um, but, but if they drink, why can't I smoke weed? The, well, the drinking will kill you in the long run. I mean, yeah. even on the short term, I mean, like it's not. I, I'll oh, fucking black out, bro. I'll, <laughs> yo, even better fucking example, dude. I was driving to go pick the, pick this girl up, and I was on I was on Pine Lawn, and I was right by the light by one ten, dude. No joke. This guy is literally he he's got the gun walk to him. He's like, you know, this green bald guy, green shirt. He was literally just leaning back, like he thought he was Fat Joe. Like he 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 was on some shit. Like he was he kept dropping his wallet every step he took. And I was like, I really wanted to like call someone or stop, but like last thing I need to do is start. You know, this guy start having a fight with me. But like, dude, he was like walking close, so close to the street. I really like wanted to say something or do something, but. I have so many of those times where I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to do something coming right from now. Blackstone, maybe. Yeah, no, dude, he was coming across one ten. Just, just he probably was at that Japanese restaurant by the firehouse. If I had to assume, he had some. He had too much, too many sake bombs. What one ten Japan? Or no, 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 no. So, is that what that is by the fire by the Melville Firehouse? Uh, oh, I don't know. So like right behind the Dunkin' Donuts and stuff, like it's like a, it's, oh really? yeah, no, I think that's what it's called. Yeah, it used to be um like one. It used to be um. It's good. I've eaten there before. I've yet to be there. It's a nice restaurant, shitty location, but yeah, yeah you make you make do of it. Yeah, nice restaurant, shitty location. That's it, not a nice restaurant. I don't remember the last time. Not gonna work. Home. What? I've been going for some Thai food though. Yeah, That's you could go spots. for some right now. You're saying? I think I can go for some pineapple fried rice. Oh, Ooh. dude, I'm so full. It sucks. In. I was supposed to go to the gym today. I forgot about picking this girl. To be quite honest, <laughs> 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 oh, oh shit. 
Yeah, no, I, I get a text like at like 4.30 and she's like, so are we still good? And I was like, yeah, of course. Yeah. I was like, fuck. I really wanted to right. go. Would you have just not gone? You would have just forgot about it. Here's the thing. Like <laughs> this, the same girl, I like she really wanted to hang out with me in um during winter break. And I completely deaded that. Like not by, you know, not on purpose, but like I was just so preoccupied that like by the time I, I had time, like she was gone. She went back to school. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? It's what window. Yeah, like yeah. you know, it, it, no, I'll be honest. It was a big window. Like I, I fucked that one up. <laughs> but you know, I always, yeah, like I always just, you know, if 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 it's too much work, like I'm in this, I'm in the position where I don't really. It's not so much about you know who I'm talking to or who I'm dating. It's I want to make more money. You know, I want to keep the money. I'm trying to buy my first home this year. You know, that would be great. Not for me to live in. Just focused. I know? was just gonna say. I was like, oh whoa, no, whoa, never, whoa, 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 <laughs> never. I mean, I I see so much opportunity. I'm trying to take a trip to Gainesville because I saw a really good investment opportunity there. Um, but I just want to get the money right. You know, I have to I have to set a few things straight before I can really you know devote all that time and effort. And where's Gainesville? Northern part of Florida, just like by oh. University of Florida. Oh, okay. Dude, I'll give you a great example because I'll, I'll base it off this deal because I'll be honest, I'm not buying this deal. Anyone that's listening to this, please buy this if you have the money. You'll make some money. Um, so let's just say this this um, this um apartment, it was a four-bedroom, four-bedroom, two-bath. It was in Gainesville, about two miles out from the University of Florida. It looked like it was set up for students and it was about $60,000. Like it was, it was a shitty apartment. But in the end, who fucking cares? You know, you have to think. I think about it this way: you, the the majority of the demographic going to University of Florida is out out of state students. If I had to assume, I honestly haven't done the research for that, but that's the that's my honest opinion. You know, you think about they come from a lot. Of, you know, it's it's you know pe- these people come from well off families. If you're affording a you know school that's almost sixty thousand dollars a year. You you come from some money, or else you're taking out some crazy type of loan. Mm-hmm. You know, so these people don't care. So even if I have four bedrooms at sixty thousand dollars, I put another five grand into it. You know, fix you know fix the floor. Don't need to do tile. I could do you know it's like a it's a laminate over the you know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You know, I could do stuff like that and make it look so nice. And let's say I charge, let's say I charge average seven hundred a room. That's thirty two hundred dollars a month. I could put I could put twenty percent down on that property, and by before a year and a half, he's be even back. around. My money's already back, and now I'm earning thirty two hundred dollars a year. I mean, a month gross. Let's say utilities and everything are another thousand. That's twenty two hundred dollars a month that I'm making. That I have, even if I have no job, I'm still bringing in twenty two hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great. The end, the end goal. I, I I promise. I will not retire until I have at least a hundred grand coming in a month. That's that's the absolute. That's a bare minimum. Mm. That's absolute. I can't like that's the, the you know I I'd rather He's die. I rather fucking die than than He's be than live number. an average life. I mean, I feel like we're put here for a fucking reason. Are you gonna stay stagnant? You know, are you gonna really do something? You know, are you really here to go sit on the fucking couch all day long? Or work for someone else? Working for someone else is great to a point. Because you learn some, you know, if it's for the right person, you learn certain attributes. You know, mm. I'm, I'm working for someone right now in a tech company. Now, yeah. But you're not saying I'm going to work for someone else the rest of my life. No, gonna... no, of course not. Yeah. I mean, I, I think about it this way. You know, this could be a good career opportunity because, you know, we consider, you know, the amount of growth that has happened in this year is absolutely absurd. Like, I can't even wrap my mind around it. And I wasn't there for the whole year. You know, I started in January. But the fact that they not only do I have so much responsibility but I'm such a big, you know, I'm such a, a you know, a, a, a big factor in this business so far. You know, it's four people. Imagine, you know, 10 years down the line, you know, 
the amount the amount more you know it's not just about the money but the, the scale of the business the amount of you know the more opportunity not only opportunity but more responsibility that I'm gonna have I do it for the the underdog story I love those ones all odds against you four people running the company that's you know number one in a certain region area Sounds or whatever familiar. <laughs> pretty close yeah dude yeah. listen hey, listen we you know that's always what we talked about yeah. it's not you know people you know people that don't understand it will be like well you're here. Why aren't you in a fucking twenty? You know, why aren't you on the twentieth floor on Park Ave in Manhattan doing a fucking podcast, asshole? You know, yeah. why aren't you Gary V? Why aren't you overlooking Manhattan? Yeah, it's it's priority. Yeah. You know, what 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 matters more, the content or the sur- the surrounding that you're creating the content? You know, mm-hmm. the the content's gonna create that surrounding. The hype of the co- the surrounding will only last so long, and then it'll be based on content mm-hmm. after that anyway. So might as well get the content right and then move up. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. dude. It's you know, it's it, I, one thing I hate is being stagnant. I was you know talking to another friend today. And yeah, we're, t- we're talking full circle. Yeah, we're talking yeah. about job, even jobs. I hate when people say, "I hate my job. I don't make enough money." Motherfucker, I can go down one ten and see. I can count on my on on. I can't even count on two hands how many times I see a help wanted sign. Whether oh, yeah. whether it's a job like that, you know, let's say you're not making a lot of money and you want to just step it up. You know, you need some more money for the summer. You want to save up. You know, you're not going to school. Find a job. You know, yeah. it's not that hard. There's really, no. Excuse. Or even internships. I hate internships. I hate the way that people perceive them now. You know, people say, "Oh, it's just a shoe in for me to get the job after the internship." No, it's experience. If you if you intern at an invest you know as you know be under an investment banker you know it's an a- a- the average investment banker will make closer close to sixty grand a year for five to seven years. People think it's some high life. Can you live off of you know seventy grand in Manhattan with a family? No, Zero. you can't even live. You can't on, even live out here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they, that's broke. Just over broke. That's that's that's, 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 that's <laughs> paycheck to paycheck. Yeah, seventy grand for me would go a long way, though. Right, because of the value of that money, you understand that resources and you know you're able to leverage so many things that fucking hell, a quarter of that will go so much farther than. Oh my god! You know, imagine we had that right now for us. Oh yeah, for the company, easy. Oh, Oh, easy. We'd be set. Even even with even with leverage, one thing I love is taxes. Taxes are a beautiful thing. Um, I'm. This this year's gonna be a fun one, but um, big fan of taxes. <laughs> big fan. But I, 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 I had an tax ac- I had an accounting class, and I'm not I'm I'm probably the worst accountant possible. Never hire me to be your accountant. <laughs> if you want me to consult, I probably still I'm still 22. Give me at least 10 years yeah. to have some more experience. <laughs> but 10. <laughs> yeah, give me a 10. Maybe I'll maybe I'll consider it. But um, yeah, no, she, she you know we would talk about you know whatever cl- you know whatever expenses. And I go, well, that, you know, in, you know, couldn't you write something off like that? You know, you, you could, you know, if I buy a brand new Mac and I, and it's under my business or it's even under myself and I'm using it for work, you know, related reasons. And I'm, you know, I'm showing proof that income is coming in and this is my source. I should be able to write that off. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't know that if you buy a car with 5,000 pounds or more and you, and you pay it in full in the first year, you can write the whole fucking thing off. Or let alone, yeah. why do you think I want to live in Puerto Rico? You think it's you think it's just dandelion? You know, it's beauty. If I if I establish residency there for a year, I don't pay income tax. I don't pay uh, capital gains, and I pay a four percent corporate opposed to seven. Let me know because if you if you post if you hosted this business out of out of Puerto Rico, all the all the money that's coming in is yours. Yeah, you, know, you don't have to pay majority. Anything. 
So, you know, if I could buy you, I you, remember can, that. Uh, you can having a business. I'm so Mental bad though. with numbers and money. And yeah, no, you're like a Libra. It's okay. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> I got you. Uh, but someone should be <laughs> good at it. No, we, we got, we <laughs> you got, guys we, got that? Well, we got All a mirror. Right. A mirror's dope. All right, good. Yeah, you can handle it. Mirror, shout out. <laughs> it's right to you. That's 4%. Yeah, I don't even know what you just said. 4% increase on the plus. <laughs> no, so, yeah, like, like, you don't pay. Creative. Like, in, in the States. Less like tax. If you, you don't collect more. Yeah, like in the or states, if you don't want to pay it. like capital gains, like oh, let's say I sell my house, um, I have to pay tax on that. You know what I mean? If I don't want to pay tax, there's something called the 1031 exchange, and it's a common thing in the real estate world. Where let's say you own this house, and you're buying Matt's house. I'm let's make it a building because you can't do it really resident. You can't do it in a residential setting. Mm. Let's say let's say you're in this building and you're buying Matt's building. But Matt's building has to be more expensive than your or than than your the, what you sold your previous one for. So if I could declare, if you could declare Matt's property in forty five days and close on your old one another one hundred and twenty, you're saving tens of thousands of dollars. What do you think? What do you think um, Trump does? You think you think he just keeps buying buildings? No, he sells one and then dumps that that equity into another building and then doesn't have to pay the tax on it. Mm. And <laughs> you it's know, just got a loophole. It's yeah. it's another. It, it, listen, I, I mean. It, it all comes down to how bad you want it. It comes down to, you know, do you want to keep shelling your money out to people that, you know, are using it in the wrong light? Let's just say I go, to, you know, I go to my friend's house on the North Shore. He lives, my friend that I work with lives on John Lennon's old compound. Wow. Tax out there are seventy, eighty thousand dollars $80,000. I swear I bent a fucking wheel going out there, bro. <laughs> it's not good. Like I, I called it. I said something to the town. Like this, the amount of money that's coming from these tax, you know, these, these, these homeowners, is absurd. It's the fact that you can't even fix a road, let mm. alone a small patch. Yeah, really. That stuff pisses me off. It's bad out here, infrastructure. It's tra- trash. Yeah, got a flat tire the other day. Oh, Your dad. Boy. Yep. Yeah, I was like, you. I oh, yeah, it. remember that? <laughs> uh, I went through countless things. Oh, I got my windshield fuck. fixed. Oh, it's back? So I'm trying to blow until I got You're probably, You probably run over everything. That That's thing good. doesn't touch oh, it your eats car. it. Besides You're the one railroad spike that happened to be sticking out, and that led to a whole slew of events. But What's a railroad spike? Like what they used to rail in the rails of a, they a left train it track. I, I guess I'll it ended up in my in my tire. tire. <laughs> How big is that? How long? It was chipped like this big, it was four inches. What Jeez. the fuck? So that was led to a whole slew of event. My dad gave it back to me on Christmas, <laughs> and he's like, "Remember, this was a hard time, like type thing." <laughs> yeah, and I still have it. Frame it's this right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going after the town of Farmingdale. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck. Speaking of farming, though, uh, those oh. those, those nights over in, in the village are always another, those. Are, that's another wavy night. You want to get weird? Go to Farmingdale. You want to kind of get up a little bit and you know meet people for drinks? I would go to Huntington. But if you're trying to just get weird, Farmingdale's where it's at. It's good just look, like slug some gr- beers. Yeah, I'll be good. Anyone you're guaranteed from a fight. Here. You're guaranteed to oh, see everyone, a fight. A lot, a lot of trash goes. No, a like lot I, of entertainment. A lot of entertainment. <laughs> I, I went to, um, not Croxley's. It was... Um, Croxley's Dark Nutty's Horse. Me- no, Me- definitely not. Well, uh, no, not. Irishman. It was the Nutty, yeah. Nutty. Dude, this guy, he looked juiced out. And he was just <laughs> screaming at somebody and trying to fight. And they were holding him back. I'm like, why? Yeah. Simply yeah. why? That's what it is. You know, never... How is that fun? Unless I'm defending, I think I turned red once, like yeah, defending man. someone. Yeah, oh, uh. but it was like out of defense. Like I, I'm not that type of person, but like you see some some people, they just do that regularly. 
Yeah. And especially out at a bar like that. I was like, the that's not a good time. Look- I don't want to hang out with you if you're going to start bashing skulls. Yeah, they're looking for fights. They're looking for drama or something. To- Unless you do, then just let me know. We'll it's get also dinner like ready. St- <laughs> I'll watch. Yeah. <laughs> Because they're bored, it's like stimulus. Well, yeah, they probably you, you have to get frustrated the during the. Yeah. Not, actually, you can't even quote Fifty Cent on that because he sold the the rights to the, get the strap. What do you mean oh he God. sold it? Well, so been bankrupt about no, he's not good. bankrupt. Uh, Fifty, 50 he's not good. bankrupt. That's that's another that's another tax evasion. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> he said that on purpose. Yeah, yeah of course, it's, it's it's a given. I mean, no one oh, Fifty Cent is not broke by any fucking means. Yeah, he walks anywhere, he'll get something. He um. So he kept saying, get the strap. And it was part of like his new TV series that he was just, he kept saying it on all the pictures that he was posting. And one time, it one, there was an incident, um, an incident where he was in a club and something happened to the police and he, always, and he said, get the strap. Mm-hmm. And they took it, the cop took it as, a, uh, as like an assault, like a threat. And it got him into a bunch of, le- he's like, you know what, fuck this. Just because of this, I'm, co- I'm, I'm copywriting, um, get the strap. Yeah. Um, today he just sold it or yesterday he sold it to, um, someone from, I think it was, um, Bellator hmm. for a million dollars. Wow. What? So you see, you buy, you, you buy the rights for, for, um, ten, you know, you buy the rights for 10,000 then you sell them for a million. That's a nice return. Ooh, yeah. no, I would take that. Yeah. No, you'll be surprised. There's so much money in music, get rights and things like that. It, talk about a, a long-term investment. Any song you make, you have of rights to that song until 70 years after your death. That's amazing. Of the last member of the band. Every time. If you're in a band. Every every time, every song. Wow. So 70 years. So if there's a 10-year a gap after your death, there's 70 years on top of that when that guy died. And you own all the rights and residuals for that. So that's why the biggest thing was, you know, with the whole Michael Jackson thing and who owns what. Because there's, if you own rights to something, you have that for... Ever. They can keep Neverland Ranch. Nobody wants to go back there, man. Neverland, yeah. It's probably, it's probably haunted <laughs> well, by now. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I mean, it'd be pretty cool. To, they, they, it would be cool to be like a Neverland. something like a tour setting, you know? Keep it as like a, a tour facility. Have, have you know, charge X amount for each person. Nice way to make some money yeah. on the property. <laughs> See, that's my problem. I like. I always want to. Ha- I want. I want to enjoy myself sometimes. But it's like it always comes back to the fucking money. And then people come at me and they go, "It's all about the money." But then I always say, "Bitch, how are you eating?" How do you? How are you planning on play, paying for meals? If your parents are paying for it, cool, I get it. But if you if you live by yourself, Trick you're paying you're paying for bills. It's all about the money. Money is not going to make you happy, and that's that's something I've realized this year. You know, money has definitely been great to me this year, but happiness, on the other hand, has definitely been weighed down. And you realize that. You know, you when you're when it's the complete opposite, you always go, "I'd be so much happier if I had more money." You know, we were talking about this the other night, yeah. and it it's hold on, I lost everything. <laughs> what talking about money and happiness? Money and happiness. Talking about this the other night. This the other night. Ba 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 ba. It'll come back. Right. It was a good link. I hope you get it. Money isn't everything. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Is it All cliche? Right. Keep going. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I mean, it's just like it's 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 you know it, it sometimes sucks. You know, things can be going. Oh, I got it. Hold on. Oh, go for it. You're we're in a system right now, and it's a money system. And you have to kind of be in the system to know how to beat it. So you can't fully neglect money because that's just a form of energy that, you know, you can argue one side of that it ranks society, but another one that it's a survival efficiency in the fact that we're not hunting our food and we're not, you know, 
or anything. It's like, all right, I have this thing that I can now ch- exchange for time savings. You know, like I'm not going to hunt my food, so let me pay a butcher to cut this thing up. You know what I mean? Type mm-hmm. thing like that. So there's that system, but you got to be in that. So you can't neglect it because then you're just going to fall behind and now you can't afford to pay for food. But to change that system in a sense of now understanding that, all right, what's the basic thing that's happening? There's an exchange of energy. So we've been kind of surviving in our mover's method of just leveraging everything that we have in the sense that, you know, the perception of 10 grand to us right now is maybe 100 grand in real worth because of we don't need that yeah, much money. we work money, so cheap. Right? <laughs> yeah. And it, it efficiently, I would say. Not necessarily cheaply. Like, it's never about Well, it's no, not, not cheap. It's, it's always about the money. I mean, especially when you're just starting. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing. People right off the bat, you know, you start a business, you go, fuck, I need the dopest office. I need the sickest gear. I need, I need the top-of-the-line MacBooks. I need touch bar and everything. Mm-hmm. But you don't. Not at all. You don't. No. For a podcast, you don't even need. You just need your phone and like audacity, and you yeah. can have a dope podcast because you can just edit the sound and post, and it sounds perfect. Yeah, no, this this sounds good. Oh yeah, this will sound even better too. But like I'm saying, with like a voice memos, you could just start a podcast with your voice memos. It doesn't, yeah, like it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Like, was that the switch for you that you recognize that with Gary V? Yeah, I was telling him before. Yeah, I heard yeah. That. Gary V yeah. was also. I don't know if anyone has picked up on this, but Gary Vee was also the first one. If you see these influencers that post like short videos, what was he the? What did he do first that everyone followed suit? I'll, I'll let you guess. Just guess. I mean, I'm sure he's done a lot of things, but the one thing that has caught my eye, which is it's on like Instagram, you're saying, yeah, posting a lot of stories. He's he was first to do that in my eyes, like just posting a ton of stories a day, like seven or eight. What else has he done? Uh. I don't know. Telling people pulling to from too many references. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you right now what, what caught my eye. He's the first one that implemented um, time bars onto his video. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. That definitely helped. Everyone now is doing it, whether they're doing a counter or they're doing um, a bar that just, you know, mm-hmm. you know comes down. That frames... That stands yeah, out. That, yeah. But what? What is that? What does that do? Like tell because, you the video's almost over. Yeah, because here's the thing. I mean, for me, it's kind of like sometimes. Have you ever seen a video on Instagram where you're like, you don't know if it's over or not. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like thinking for a second, maybe it's not over. Oh, because it restarts and yeah. And well, it, it's, a, it's just it's, it's, it's a an eye, it's an eye catcher. You know, it's yeah. it's not like it definitely caught my eye. Yeah. I mean, I did notice that. Andy Frasilla started doing it. I mean, obviously, you know, he's big into the podcast space as well, so I'm sure they all feed off each other. You into Tim Ferriss? Tim Ferriss, I re- you know, I, I my dad's read the Four Hour Work Week. Oh yeah, I've 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 read into it. Um, I notice a lot of older people love the Four Hour Work Week because everyone wants a Four Hour Work Week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Four Hour Work Week, like the older people that bring it up or that I've heard, like have always referenced it, or or older people. Certain things in that book. Older in, it's in terms about of working smarter. 20, yeah, that's what it is. I mean, we we have access to that information and other sources than than Tim Ferriss. I would always advise to read. Like Grant Cardone's books, like 10X. 10x Rule, 10X, Seller yeah. Be Sold. Because I always say this, I tell people, I, I got, like, I got his uh, audio books. Yeah, I love audio books, dude. That's the only way I can. I can't I, listen. I, I'm sometimes I feel like I'm borderline special. I can't sit there for an hour, two hours, and read a book because my I'm so antsy. Mm. So it's like I'm si- I, I drive a lot. You know, I, I drive from location. audio books. So yeah. I listen to that's audio where books, that's where yeah. the podcast came from. Because I'm yeah. like, you know what, I'm not gonna listen to this. You know, when I'm working, sometimes because I'm sometimes I have to talk to people, make phone calls. So while I drive, you know, my my commute for my you know my real estate office is about at about rush hour. It's probably like forty five minutes. 
perfect. Yeah. You know, so it's a perfect amount of time. I, I look can, forward to it. I sit in my driveway, right? You know, even when I'm home, just trying to, you know, I'm like, I right, 10 minutes left. Like, I'll just sit yeah. through it. Yeah, just, yeah. It's my way of blocking out. It's just me in the car. Like, I drive to Blink 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back. Like, I love it when I'm late just because, like, <laughs> I get an extra 10 minutes to listen to this thing. I love those, thing. too. I like reading books, though. I like, uh, I wish it's, it's like, uh, I wish meditation. Better. I like wish I was. Good. I wish I can really. I, I I have to really venture off into that more. Once once the 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 the, the you know the waves you know die down a little bit with me with work, I, I'll I'll focus on some time. You know this deal has been fucking killing me, the hardest deal I've ever worked on in my life. Um and you know it's it wasn't even it was things out of my reach. It was more mental. You have you it's know a test. Yeah, man, it's not good. You know, I, it, it was probably one of the bigger deals I've had. But you know, even going back to the money situation. Let's just say my commission for that is ten grand. I've been working on it for six months. Do the math, you know. So, you know, ten. But has it been the only deal you've been working on for no, six months? No, no, no. So then that's big, you know. Yeah, of course. Bigger. But you know, but then you think about it. Being in real estate, you're a ten ninety nine. You have to pay taxes. So I have. Oh, let's say because let's say the commission because it is the commission's ten grand on this. I have five automatically going to savings. Bottom line, I want to buy myself a new MacBook for my new office. Like I, you know, I'm, I I have a MacBook Pro 2010, but I also spent what, three grand on a desktop because I did a lot of work around, you know, around that. Um, probably didn't need to spend that much, but you know, being immature kind of helps that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, man. I, you know, I, I, you know, before you know it, you're left with such little money, and you know, I pay. You know, I'm one of my only friends that has a credit card that pays my credit card. You know, I don't have. You know, I'm not on my parents' line of credit where you know they make the payments, or no matter what happens, it's you know, it's you know, it's not me. It, it doesn't. You know, my. You know, there's no risk for me. Mm-hmm. You know, there is, and it sometimes scares me. You know, I like I'm taxes. You know, especially being 10.99. You know, you kind of go fuck like. I have to make sure I'm on point. I have to save more than I would ever, you know, than I would normally save because, you know, just just you in have case. To pay it back. Yep. Last thing I need is the, <laughs> you know, like I don't get you. Yeah, man, I don't. Need I was ten ninety nine when I I did door to door sales for okay. three years selling solar. It'd be very lucrative. Oh yeah, no, it was dope. It's just good money. But but yeah, I didn't like it. There you go. So it's hard to sell. Something. If you don't like what you're doing, no, I did like in the beginning, and that's when I did well. Then I stopped believing in it. Because you, you know then, you have those you have those moments where you're like, "Am I doing what I need? What I should be doing?" You know that I I, I can relate to that 100. percent You know I started yeah, out I started out residential. Good. You know at 18. The problem is is you know we live on the fu- uh, you know I live on the North Shore of Long Island. You know I'm surrounded by people that have you know they have nice homes. But the thing is is you know you see an 18 year old. Obviously you're not going to really trust yeah, him with uh, you know a two million dollar plus home. Get a little closer to that mic. What? Just get a little closer to the mic. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you're not going to trust somebody, you know, an 18-year-old with a $2 million home. It just doesn't yeah. happen. And I was always a believer that it will, you know, I, you know, we're also in a day and age where knowledge is easily attainable. Experience, on the other hand, is different. It's a different story. Um, but it all it takes is that one, one family to, you know, really trust you. And I've had that before. But I end up switching to commercial because it takes the emotion out of it. You know, the emotion of... Oh my God! You you told me this home's worth seven hundred thousand. I you know I put so much work into it. You know it's got Venetian floors. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's got Venetian mm-hmm. floors. No one's gonna care. You know if yeah. someone doesn't like it, they're gonna change it. Mm-hmm. You know I had I had not a guy, in commercial though. I'm I'm solely I'm solely commercial unless referred. Um, so I I tried because for me my sphere I was always involved in in some, like business. You know so I always met people that started businesses or work for a business. So I always said you know what. 
it's all about numbers in that game. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how old I am. I could be 12 years old and sell you a $10 million building as long as it fits your your business model and it fits your budget. Yeah. It's no problem. Yeah, yeah. So I, m- I remember meeting a guy with one of the brokers in my office and we said, you know, he took the, the, the client took us out to like a, a beautiful restaurant in Garden City. And we're sitting there and he wants to, he's like, wants to spend like $10 million on like a, like this daycare development, like this huge thing. And he goes, and he looks at me and we're, you know, we're having a nice glass of wine. He sits and he looks at me, he goes, you're not that much younger than me. And this guy's probably like 32, 33. I'm like, little do you know, guy, I was like 21 at the time. And I was yeah. like, man, like it's so much different, you know, and that, you know, it's all about finding your niche. You know, if you, if you like what you sell, it's not hard to sell. It's, you can no, just talk. It's we were it's talking not. about the, the progression of that barrier, the age barrier and the closed-mindedness, and we talk about that all the time. And, like, I'm so confident in the next five to ten years that we're slowly taking over positions and people are our age are just way more open-minded. It's going to be so much easier for us. Like, us ten years from now, with all this knowledge, going to someone that's going to be our age who's running a business, you know, like... I'm so confident in yeah. the progression of things because things just get shut down and closed off because we're seemingly younger, but they're unfortunately getting faded out because they're not keeping up mm-hmm. with the times and they just happen to have control just because they've been there longer. But mm-hmm. that's it. That's all you got. It's, like, it's, it's like, like the mentality of having, it's like hiring a middle-aged man for a management position, but yet you can hire to 22 year olds for the same salary, but you know, obviously divided down the middle and they can learn the job. You know, they, they, you know, you're willing to sacrifice, you know, the, 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 the time to do that because now you're not, you know, depending on one person or you don't have to pay out so much to one, you know, you can, you can split it evenly and get maybe double done. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is I, I think, and we, you know, we circle back to, especially with internships is like, Kids, especially my age, take advantage of these fucking internships, man. Some of these guys, some of these dudes got it so good, man. Like, I see friends that were, you know, are interning at Google. Like, you know, their father's at Google. I don't know what they do, but they're there, Mm. you know, and they're having a great time. And I'm like, but what are you doing to secure your future there? If that's what you want, what are you doing? I were, I interned at a a stocks and bonds firm. I, I wanted, I, my, when I was 17 years old, I had my eyes set on being a stockbroker. I knew this kid. He was 22 years old, making $1.2 million a year, you know, drive a different car every day. I was so infatuated. I was like, hold it. This is yeah. me. I'm pinstripe Young, suit, three yeah. piece. I'm ready to go. I'm looking like straight up Tony Soprano in this yeah. bitch. Like, oh, I love like, those feelings. I want one of those where I come out, you know, I pull up to the office in my own own spot, open the door, you know, all the birds fly out, some, yeah. some shit like that, you know. Fantasize. The doves. <laughs> and, you know, I, I remember interning there through a, a program through my school, and I was like, this shit fucking sucks. Yeah. I'm like, these guys literally look like they're about to hang themselves. Yeah. Like, there's no happiness. You know, the, it's all stress, right? They're all you feel like the stress vibe. You can feel it, and here's and it's funny. You know, you're not allowed to sit for a certain amount of time of the day. They will take your seats away from you because it decreases productivity sitting down. It makes you feel more inclined to relax. Wow. So you have to stand. Um, a lot of standing pl- desks. Holy shit! No, there ain't. And, and <laughs> you know, you sit in. A, you if you're studying for your series seven, I was re- gonna get ready to study for my series seven and sixty three. It's a lot of work, man. And like, I I thought about it. I was like, I love selling. I you know, it's not the the, the art of it's the art of selling. I like the finesse about it. Um, but at the same time, I don't want to have to sell someone. You know, you know, an asset over the phone, especially when we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. You know, if I'm going to sell someone on something that's worth tens of thousands of dollars or a hundred thousand dollars plus, I want to meet them. 
Yeah. You know, I feel like there's some a, def, a, a better person. vibe. You know, you you get to you know you get to really connect with somebody. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's hard for me to go. Hey, hey, man! Can I get five minutes of your time? I need, I, I got a yeah. hot stock, hot stock. Yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Did you did you read? Uh, did they make you read like sales books? No, not there. No, no. I, sales for me. I mean, I, I grew up in a sales family. I mean, my dad was a bullshit artist. I'm a fucking bullshit artist. But like at the you same can time, talk. you it, can talk. Yeah, That's the difference. You can hold a conversation. My, my dad's the same way, and he's always told me. And the one thing I'll tell you, the one thing that I fucked up on for the first two years of my real estate career. And this is like, you know, like I said, before we even started this podcast, not many people talk about all these failures and like what they've done recently. You know, it's like, oh, 10 years ago, I really fucked up. Mm-hmm. I remember when I first started the first two years, I made my life look so much better than it was. You know, you have to paint a picture a little bit. You know, it's, it's, it's part of the, it's part of the deal. It's a fit. And I wouldn't say fake it till you make it, but you got to sell yourself a little bit. You know, you can't just say, you know. I'm here. I don't. I'm. I, you know. I make. Mm-hmm. I'm making five thousand dollars a year. <laughs> you know, like something like you know. You don't want to. You know. You don't want to be like that because no one's gonna buy it from you. Mm-hmm. So I remember just trying to sell people so hard. I'm like, you know, let's go see this house. Let's go see this one. And I wasn't getting this. You know, the the results I wanted. And then I realized, let me just talk to these people normally. You know, I started becoming friends with them. You know, that's how it was with the fudge dude. Yeah, we were just talking to him. We were, we were fudge boys. This I know. I, I know. I heard about. You heard it, about man. the fudge boys? Yeah, man. Oh, how shit. did that go? <laughs> I mean, it sells itself. It's like a. Ha- it's like your yeah. properties. <laughs> they just sell themselves. Dude, that's amazing. Easy. You got a good product. <laughs> you went to that event, right? We were up in Massachusetts. That's we a- learned a lot. We have one in Westbury this Sunday, actually. That's um, a lot better. Yeah, a lot better because <laughs> we're in control now. We understand the process. And but, it's not four hours away. Yeah, but. What do you do? You don't jump down these people's throats and, oh, buy this. Buy we'll this get fudge. this for five. It's the best fudge in town. We got the best fucking fudge. Yeah. yeah. Man. We saw some people trying to sell like that, and we were just like, no, we're not like that. And It's yeah. like the mall salesman. Like the, 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 the beauty supplies, they fucking run after you. But yeah. you, you ride off of that, and you're like, immediately become more friendly. You're just like, like for the gym example, like there's some hardcore sellers. And no one wants to be sold. You smell a sale from I was, a mile away I was nowadays. one of them. I was one of them at Blink Fitness. And yeah, and like, I'm just like, yo, you don't want to be sold like that. Like, come here, I'll give you a free session. Like, mm. completely piggybacked it. But they they fucked themselves. All I had to do was just be friends with them. Just be like, yo, like, be real. Yeah. Immediately, I've had well, basically, I would say eighty percent of my clients since I first started there for three years. The longest running, you know, uh, uh, client base you're the, of you're, that stature for that long. You were the only two or three years. You're the only person that has been one of the OGs from there. Like, yeah, I'm the only no, one left, dude. No joke. Like, I've been going there for quite some time. Like, and I've been on, longer than me. Yeah, I definitely. went. To, I mean, I went to Equinox for a little bit. I had a, That's I had a, a fun gym. Yeah, I had a little deal with that there, but. Yeah, man, you you've been there for like ridiculously long. I've seen I've seen every single wave of employees, you know, and it's and it's crazy. I can't even keep up. Yeah. I don't keep up. Actually, it was funny. I heard through the grapevine that it was called boring. And I was like, I laughed to myself. I was like, no, I'm just focused. Mm. I'm just in there. You I know, do my work and I leave. Yeah, because this hang is out. you're you coming know, back to this. Yeah, they don't <laughs> understand. Like boring. I was like, you should see me out of here. Like yeah. you're. Probably stressed and boring. Like. <laughs> Don't call me boring. Yeah. Someone like that's in my office. He's they call him the silent killer. Mm. You know, yeah, dude. He lit, he's he's and he's one of the softest guys ever. Like he's just a nice dude. Like I called him out a property that I'm working on um, the other day just to get his insight. 
and um, and I also helped his son build a, uh, build like a startup PC. Nice. Um, he um, he I didn't know who he was in the beginning of the you know be, when I first started this firm, and he would always he he would sit in the back, wear the same jacket every day. Like the same, like rain jacket over his suit. Like what he doesn't, he never wore suits. It was always like a button down. I always just memorized it. And mm-hmm. like he would sit there, not talk to anybody and get up and leave. Oh, yeah. see you guys later. And then all of a sudden I was like, all right, like this guy's fucking weird. Like, you know, I'm trying to meet people in this office, you know? And all of a sudden I see him list a home and uh, on Dune Road in West Hampton. It was like ten and a half million dollars. It's like, okay, like this guy seems like he's got sold it the fucking next day. <laughs> Full cash, <laughs> wow. like under contract in a day, and I'm thinking, yo, this guy is a killer. Yeah, like nobody, like nobody saw that coming. Nobody. I love that. And he still does it till this day. Like he love just it. goes into the office, is quiet, and leaves. And that's you know, it's a rinse and repeat type thing. You know, if you keep your head down, I mean, that's you know, I deal with a lot of shit from friends now, like we were talking about before. You know, when you're on a different wavelength, you know, that's not necessarily a great thing all the time because sometimes you want to be. You know, you don't want to be stuck in that business mindset. And I find myself, you know, at, at a lot of times stuck in that mindset. You got to step back sometimes. Sometimes I need to step back. And, and it's very hard for me to do. And sometimes, yeah. like, I'm hard on my friends. But in the end, it's because it's, I want best, what's best. Always. Mm-hmm. I get I get yelled. They'll appreciate that later. I get called the douchebag. I get called, you know, I, I know my, listen, I know my friends at times. You're probably listening. <laughs> just know. <laughs> um, but that's why I'm so open to speak about it, too. And I don't care because in the five years from now you're going to be asking for advice you know like i'm so confident in that 100 percent. and i've seen so many people turn over in the mindset of like i fucking hate what i'm doing and like they were the first ones to say what are you doing you're you're throwing your life away like taking a risk and shit and like now they're a good amount of them are turning around or i'm already working with them (laughs) like it's exactly it you know like surrounding ourselves with it and and like cole like you're just seemingly the only one that's doing it but like you i haven't i mean you have like your older you know work group right now but like start coming by here and you're gonna feel like oh i know all right i'm 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 amongst people that are growing themselves and that's just yeah, we're all looking for the same right thing. You're doing it through real estate. We're, we're all just looking for freedom. Yeah, yeah, man. No, and I and I and I definitely appreciate that. You know, even when I was here last time, I mean, there was there was quite a few you know more people than there is tonight. Um, but I know it even gets crazier. It was so oh, I've yeah. heard Thursdays are our nights. So you know, Thursdays it's it's, it's definitely crazy. But you know, I always I always want to stop by, and sometimes I find myself like because you know real estate is one thing. It's it's a it's an on and off schedule. I've had people call me. I've had a client call me at ten o'clock at night wanting to see a property. You know, we're talking. Did you do it? You bet your ass. Yeah, I did fuck it. yeah, yo! I would never say no to that mm-hmm. shit. Dude, cause... even listen, my my friends give me shit because I, you know, they think you know everything's all in great and mighty in my life, and it's not. It never is to anybody. You know, even the people like even the people we look up to. Yeah. Do I do I make a good amount of money from my age? Yes, but I will. I'm still waking up at four a.m. because my friend, my mom's friend, asked me to drive her to the airport. Mm-hmm. Quick eighty bucks. Like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it's. Could I have slept in? And, and, you know, in my normal hours for work? Yeah, of course. But why? There's you know, all the good parts, too. Like, if you look at it on the good side, like, you're up at 4 a.m. Like, you're ready to go. Yeah. Like, you're I killing go, shit I, for I the can go to the I can go to the gym. I can go do, yeah. you know, but the one thing I think is actually going to change, which now that we're on the topic of times, is I don't think people are going to stick to waking up so early anymore. I think it's more, I, let me, let me, let me, t- let me take a step back for a second. I think it's more the entrepreneurs because 
it's you know it's it's not necessarily about the time you're up it's the amount of work you put what in. are you doing in the time that you're up yeah, yeah. you know Look, at, I'll give you a great example. One guy that I love to death on YouTube that I watch. I'm, I don't watch TV. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Yeah, YouTube Red. I subscribe. Like, it's, YouTube's it's, my spot. It's, it's, it's a weakness of mine. I'll, I'll spend hours upon hours just watching and eating. But, <laughs> yeah. um, but there's a guy. His name's Jan Olsen. It's spelled like John, but it's Jan. And he's an old Red Bull skier. Okay. And he lives the life. He lives in Marbella in, the, you know, in Spain. But people always go, when the fuck do you work? You know, you're always doing these crazy things. And when do you work? And he po- posts of the day and he's up, you know, 5 a.m. They go to the gym. He sits by his pool. He's on his laptop for the first, I think it's like the first four hours of a day. He has four solid hours, you know, and not many, let's, let's be honest, you know, people that work a nine to five job, they're not working four solid hours. What? You know, no I, Grant Cardone, uh, was it Grant? Yeah, it was Grant. Grant had another, put yourself in 15 minute time blocks. That's good for him. Let's say you do, you, let's say you do 15 minute time blocks. Ten times throughout the day. It's a lot more than what you do if you try to stay focused the whole time. Yeah, you know you have that. Spurge. Yeah, put that pressure on yourself. Like I got to do this for the next four hours. Yeah, Plus. and we we actually we create our own way around that of involving ourselves in a lot of things in all leading to the same thing though. So like we go through like a video and editing process and things like that. It's re- it's like relaxed, but at the same time you're still getting shit done. Just, yeah, but we gear our mindset. So like I'll switch from a hardcore editing stage to like, all right, let's make a video. Let me just like Bust break that, yeah. be free. And then when I go back to it, it's a little bit more exciting, hopefully. If not, and I got to get it done, like yep. I crushed this deadline. Literally, you saw me the past two days in record time in my opinion yeah. for what like wow how much i didn't know to learning to getting it done it turns out they're actually not even using it which is funny so wait but, what they're not using it oh i didn't tell you oh yeah oh my yeah, god it's what do you mean thing. yeah it's it's past that we'll go off cam for that wow but um but yeah so what's that again help me out here you were talking about um you're talking about how you were editing videos you jump yeah. back. Oh, that process. Oh, yeah. So, like, hardcore in it. But then they're like, yo, Matt, get the fuck off the computer. You need to make this stupid video right now. Mm-hmm. Made it. And then it just made it even more exciting to just go back and just finish it afterwards. Otherwise. Yeah, you had to blow some steam off. You, you were, like, you lose zoned it. out. You looked weird. You lose it. Yeah. You were pale. Yeah. You lose the blood flow. Yeah. <laughs> get it moving. But, yeah. So, that's our way around it of just, like, shifting your attention in different areas. But so focused at the moment that you do make that switch so that you can just I just find I can get more done and you are doing a lot of things at once and people f- find that overwhelming and it can be at times but like it's like a, a mental break like understanding how to appeal to that way more efficient I, think of I that, love efficiency it's my favorite word I think of that like you know we, we always especially when we grew up we always saw the summer as like you know, we get to relax for like two Do and a half. Do nothing for oh, three months. Dude, I, I missed that shit. I, I was in my office today and, and, and the and the owner of my, my uh, company, he brought his like 15-year-old son and this kid's, you know, half my size and he's just chilling. Like, and I'm like, dude, I remember this. Yeah. Like, when I, we used to think life, you know, was harder back, like hard back then at times. And then now you're like, shit, like I wish I was hanging out right now by the pool or playing, playing a video game. Homework? Oh my God. I wish I had homework. Just imagine you had this mind state in high school, though. Kill it. Be fucking 
set right now. <laughs> I knew a kid. I knew a kid like that. I used to. We used to make fun of him, dude. He, his parents used to get him fucking math books for the for the holidays. Like not even a gift. Math. Like you would wrap math books. Wow. This kid graduated. He he finished uh, college like college um math and applications like at like our senior year of high school. This kid you know went to UCLA. You know he's going to Harvard Business School. Like it's all it's all well and fun, but you know. It all depends. I'm sure he's going to do very great in his life because it's just the mentality. I mean, I think that's one of the big things that comes from out of this country. You know, we have it. Sometimes we think of it, you know, we have it too easy here. You know, the amount of opportunity that's here is absolutely absurd. I hate when people say they have no, they, they can't get a job. You have cell phones. Yeah. You have a, you have a, you go to the, go to the library. You know, if you don't, if you have, if you can't pay for data on your phone, go to Starbucks, get on the Wi Fi. There's Wi Fi. You can do like we were talking about the the like the drop shipping and all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like that's you know that's an easy that's an easy business model for someone yes. that you know wants to work smart, not hard. Yeah, yeah, and that's four hour work week shit. Yeah, you know, he made another, outsourcing. He made Spencer another. Book. What was it? I, I have it at the tip of my tongue. I, I think I read it. I forget what it was though. Um, Titans, some Titans. No, Titans. no, it was something else. To, it, I think it's fairly new. Um, I think I, got I have you. it. Uh, Tools of Titans, Four Hour Body, Four Hour Chef, uh, Tribe of Mentors, Tribe of Mentors, oh. Tools of Titans. Oh, maybe it was. I don't know. I I feel like I. Did you read How to Win Friends and Influence People? No. That's my Ooh. favorite book. That's, That's my one. Bible. Yeah. Yeah, you would like that one. That's get on audiobook. That's good to know, yeah. dude. It's it's so good for like you write a lot of emails, right? Uh, dude, I, yeah. Uh, we we did a count. We do we we both we everyone in my all four of us. The two owners put out at least six hundred emails a day. The um the other two, the, me and the other guy that help run the oper day to day operations, are about three hundred plus on a, on a, on a you know on a good on a decent day. It's it's crazy. It, that's one of the things this book talks about is because it modern. It's it's like a seventy year old book, but then they modernized it so to yeah. have emails and all that stuff. And it talks about the importance of your emails. If you're sending out like an email like that you sent to everyone, the same thing over and over again, if you just personalize one sentence to that specific person, it makes a huge difference. The percentage is like 70% different in getting an answer from them. Or if they can just read it and see, all right, this is definitely a general message that they send to everyone, people just throw it out. I just ran into the same exact thing with, yeah. the, bro- with the broker. Yeah, so <laughs> he's he runs my commercial division. This guy is is an idol when it comes to the commercial, you know, the commercial game. Older man. Um, very wise, um, and he would. He, I was helping him work on a on a on a building, and he sent me an email, and I didn't realize it was like one of his newsletters, like with just all the properties he's representing all over Long Island and, and you know the boroughs of Manhattan, and it said like the 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 line said you know w- you know once the properties are reviewed, give me a call. That what is that gonna do for you? It was generic, and I ended up. But think about it. You know, you send it to a list of ten thousand people. You know, especially especially to prospective buyers. You know, give me a call. Maybe there's an opportunity. You know, Mm -hmm. that that, that's another big thing though. Like it's hard, especially as a startup, and if you have a lot of emails coming, it's hard to filter everything. Yeah. You know, and it's very tough. You know, we use a CRM. We use Salesforce. uh, Yeah, yeah, Salesforce. Yeah, yeah. Salesforce is big. I use another big tool which we, which I've been telling these, I, I, we, we fucking joke around in the office. I've been telling these assholes to use Slack. Oh yeah, Slack for, for yeah. so long. And I'm why like, Slack over group me though? Um, I don't know. I just personally, th- I, I just, I, you can group things better. Yeah, I've used, yeah. I've used, 
Slack in another uh, real estate firm prior to this, like when I, you know, like about two years ago, a year and a half ago, whatever it was, I think two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just like, I really liked it. You know, I loved having, you know, I use Discord as well for, I mean, that's for, that's for my friends. I mean, that's, that's a different game. Mm -hmm. But like, I used to have like a crypt, we used to have like a big, uh, like crypto meetings every, when, when, when the market was really strong and people Bitcoin were, was 20 grand. <laughs> no, that's a dude. I, that's a, that's a soft topic for me because like, I still, I still love it to death. Yeah. Bitcoin. I love it to death. And not necessarily Bitcoin, but cryptocurrency as a whole. Do you have any oh, yeah. cryptos? Yeah. You got Ripple. <laughs> I made a lot of money and lost a lot of money on Ripple. That's what everyone has but says. <laughs> Ripple is getting, Ripple is actually gaining some traction recently. Um, here's the I thing. know it went way down. Here's the thing: it's the, it didn't go way down because the company sucks. No, the concept is really good of it's, what it so, actually is. So here's what happened, and not many people realize. People think, oh, it just crashed. Bitcoin. Can you grab me one? Water. Yeah, there's I've, waters in the fridge. I've, oh yeah, we're on water. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, that'd be dope. The what one, you're Ripple. The, the one, it's it's more cryptocurrency as a whole. The one thing that people don't realize is. If you're a retail trader like you and me versus someone that is trading solely off of algorithms, you're going to lose every single time, you know? And the thing is, is as soon as the, um, as soon as, um, the CBOE and the, I think the CB, like when the, um, when they released future options for, uh, for crypto, which when you're able to short, you Thanks. know, to be able to let, you know, think about it in this way, you, you're, an, you're a, very wealthy, um, you know, hedge fund manager, right? You, you, you know, you're worth a lot of, you know, worth millions upon millions and you put more millions into, into, into Bitcoin. Let's just use Bitcoin as an example. And you, you have, you have a ton of it, a shit ton. Now, so do your friends that are in the same, you know, financial, you know, financial setting as you, they're very wealthy. They buy, buy millions of dollars with Bitcoin. Now, what happens if you could bet against Bitcoin to bet that it goes down? It adds to, you end up making more money in the long run doing that, but it's very, it's a lot riskier because if it ends up going up, you owe money. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I if I if I you know buy Bitcoin and then you know wait if it goes down, I lost money. You know, I don't owe any money. You know what I mean? I only lost what I was able to you know cut my losses at. In this sense, if I own so much of it and I bet against it and then sell it. I've manipulated the market. Yeah. All of crypto is, is manipulation. And only the good coins, in my opinion, and the strong companies are learning to, because there's Ethereum. Ethereum is known not because of its currency, but it's known because of its platform. Other cryptos can build their own platform off of Ethereum's, you know, platform itself. Mm-hmm. So all these companies are detaching. So I think we're going to see a change. And keep in mind, you know, we're years upon years out from this technology really being adopted. Taken over. But let me ask you this. You know, I think it was like 200 out of the Fortune 500 have filed patents. Another big investor just invested. Uh, Facebook just released saying that they didn't want any crypto ads in their in their Facebook ads at all. Anyone that had crypto. Why? Because they didn't want. It was just it was a controversy. It's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot more to it. I, I honestly I can't remember it off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's another big investor that just invested like three hundred million dollars into something, into cryptocurrency, and it and it basically changed as soon as that happened. Mark Zuckerberg took it away. But I think they had a tie when it came to who invested the money. I forget the guy's name. Mm. But listen, I think there's a lot of ways to make money. It all depends on you know what you're willing to lose, how much risk you're willing to put it's in. It's all gambling. It's gambling. To, it's gambling to an extent. 
if you if you like i can it's it's not if you're surrounded by the right people which i am and i was when it came to the crypto game like i said i you know i i've met people through crypto that earn tens of millions of dollars a year and i've met them through social media i've met them in person you know and they end up being great people and it's not even just the crypto that they have those it's the mindset you know i i'm gonna i'm gonna plug this real quick you know it's actually one of um yeah one of my um buddies chase he owns it's something called the watchers and it's kind of something like you guys do in a sense but a little different it's more about developing businesses and stuff like that so it's like it's a big crypto group but at the same time he has something called the watchers brief so you pay x amount of dollars a year which he didn't want to do but the thing is the platform his 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 platform got so big that he had to you know he Mm -hmm. he wanted to so in this in this group you get invited to his house like you have to pay for certain travels obviously but it's it was to the point where all these guys and people that have paid for it are sitting on their laptops, like you know, you and I right now, yeah. sitting in the, sitting in a room shooting shit. Let's say I, Chase, this guy Chase he brings in about ten thousand dollars a day just from his his um his drop shipping store. Doesn't touch it. Ten thousand on a bad day, on a bad day, you know. So he let's say I came up to him and I said, hey man, like I'm starting this. He literally was grabbing like people asking that question. Sure, no problem. Let me show you what I'm doing and what you should be doing too. You know, it's it's the helping, you know, and this, yeah. and that's the same thing where we all relate. You know, all we want to do is help people grow, especially yeah. people that are closest to us. Yeah. And, you know, that's it's, why you, you can't feel bad for conversing in, in these manners with people who don't get it right now because I just see it as a seed planted. You know, they're going to hit that point. They have to because, I mean, I would hope that they have to because you're going to want to change your current situation because perceptionally, like when we started this, people were making the 60, 70 grand years right out of college and was nowhere near that, you know? The way it goes is there's always going to be those people though. There's always going to be people who want to do it how we're doing it or do it like how they're doing it, nine to five or whatever it is. Because then if everyone were doing it how we did it, then money would... be a lot less value because it, everyone have a lot it's more very of it. saturated yeah that's like that's like i would love i always dreamt of being of working in manhattan and as a real estate broker whether it was commercial or res or it was mainly residential at the time because who doesn't want to be in a crazy apartment in manhattan you know yeah. uh, you get you get anxiety you get that adrenaline rush when you see something of like of luxury that you want to you know attain and i realized i'm like this is an actual fact there's more people in manhattan with real estate licenses as opposed to driver's license <laughs> what? Talk awesome. about saturation. Oh, Manhattan. Yeah, I could see that. Talk about saturation. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, last thing I want to do is be, uh, you know, in in the, in the melting pot. You know, here at least there's a shit ton of brokers out here, but it's a lot easier for me to stand out. You know, I can have one major sale, and guess what? Everyone on the island knows, knows about me. Yeah, that's okay. That's perception. Get your name out. It's a little different, and for me, I don't want to be the number one broker. That's not my goal. You know, my goal. I'm a salesman. I I I, I love what I do. But at the same time, it's a, it's a way for me to earn capital to invest on my own. Yeah. That's the only I'd rather learn because I all I want to do is invest in real estate. I don't want to have anything else to do other than you know I want to possibly start private equity when I'm older. That's mm-hmm. that's you know yeah, that's for time. years and years and years to come. Yeah. But you know it's I'd rather learn from the inside. It's kind of like a man on the inside type shit. You know you yeah. you get all the, give you a great example. You hear about the guy from Tesla, the employee from Tesla. What do you do? Fuck he he when he got I don't know if he got fired or he quit. He stole like. 900 gigs of data and like plans and they caught him like for future shit 
Oh. And and current like things that were just very lo- like like a Snowden. <laughs> I know. Nah. I know. I didn't see that movie. No, is that what it's based on? Nah, it's not, well, he stole info, but it was from like the CIA and FBI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't a uh, Tesla. Information. Who knows what's more dangerous though? <laughs> Tesla. <know. laughs> Dude, Elon Musk is a crazy person, man. He's awesome. Like, if you ever think about like, who else dreams bigger than him? Who else says I'm going to build? Movers. Who else says I'm going <laughs> to? Yeah, the, mo- the movers, I think, actually might have them beat. We dream we're bigger. <laughs> you know, world. world peace. Yeah. World peace. <laughs> That's our goal. <laughs> you know, who else says I'm going to have a device that picks up your car and takes you underground from state, from country, from cross, cross country? Who does that? Yeah. And is actually going to execute it? Yeah. You know, yeah. in the end, think about who revolutionized the electric car world. That's the definition of it. You know when these when these co- when, when these manufacturers come in, we built that car. What is that car based off of? You know who who started this yeah. this you know this yeah, run of electric cars? Harrison Ford, you know, created the right. Not Harrison Ford, <laughs> Henry Ford. <laughs> Harrison Ford is a fuck. Is a actor. who is that guy? He's yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, but he was uh, Indiana Jones. Indiana, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Henry Ford. Ford, you know, created the car, electric car, is Elon Musk. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, dude, it's it's unreal. It's unreal. They found a way to make a, a Tesla run off of just hydrogen. Really? And it goes, I've heard vegetable oil too. Yeah, oh, I've, they did that on Robin Big. Do you remember that episode? I think that's when why. I said Robin, Robin uh, Big got that uh, like hoopty, and like yeah. they, they brought it and they, it got it completely got converted to like um, alternative fuel, like a, like oil. Yeah. And they went to like a burger spot and they got you the got grease out of it. Yeah, there's some peace, man. Oh yeah, big. Yeah, dude, that even that, like, did you ever see the videos after the fact of what really happened during that relationship? No, no. what do you mean? They hated each other. Really? No way. Dude, I'm telling you, they really, so R- Big thought he was being underpaid and, like, this whole thing, and they hated each other. It was all an act for a long time. Wow. All an act. Like, That's you, hard. Yeah, dude. Ha- you saw videos, you're saying? Drama has a podcast, and oh. he spoke about it. Oh, uh, drama. That's right, Talk about a silent killer, dude. He's got his own brand. Bro, do you re- listen? Do you remember him sitting? Let's let's take let's take like second like um like a like a timeline here. Robin Big Era. He was Rob's bitch. Yeah. He was- Rob Dyrex Fantasy Factory. He was in a small office with a bunch of clothes. Mm-hmm. Now he look what he owns. One of the biggest skate biggest like streetwear brands known to man. If you know Young and you know Young and Reckless is a well known brand. Yeah. That's unbelievable. You know. Yeah. To think about that, you know, how, like, even to watch his progression over the years gives you the chills alone. Because you go, back then, you're like, oh, this this kid. That's what it's all about, seeing their progression. See, that's, that's why where... these little videos that we make now, in the future, going mm-hmm. back and seeing what we were doing. That's yeah. a that's huge awesome. advantage because, and that's what you were saying before, and I think how we started this was, right now, it's easy to listen to the guys that have where they're at right now. Because they're kind of of a looking, not looking down, but they they've been down, they, they've been there, so they've been at. there already. But they're not but there currently. What they don't have though is the the raw footage of it. You know, mm-hmm. like we yeah. have that right now, and that's the advantage of us five, ten years from now is that we have all this documentation, and now anyone can go back and be like, oh, I can relate to that chapter that they were at. Like that was their chapter three. That may be my chapter one, you know, perceptionally, yeah. but it's a lot more relatable than being told, oh, I did this. And then now you're, you know, 
buy this and that and, you know, listen to me for this versus just like viewing it, relating to it. Oh, man, it, it hits so much harder. Like, I love like yeah. the old Elon Musk video of him outside his house watching his McLaren F1 fucking roll up. I was literally dude, about to talk about that young, story, bro. Dude, like that. I'm like, yo, like he was like, tw- like maybe he 30 sold, something. He sold PayPal. 27. I don't even so remember he, what he age sold it was. PayPal. And he and he was in so it was a McLaren F1. And if any, like I'm a big car guy, I literally would have a relationship with a fucking car because like that's uh, car, car, car. Cars watches real estate. No, that that car was in probably a million dollars at the time. It's probably worth about fifteen twenty million dollars now. There's none available. And there's a funny story about that. So the day that he got, I don't know if it was the same day or maybe that week, um, but he was with his the co-founder of PayPal, and they were driving the car. He was like, "Fuck this! Like I'm not going to insure the car." So it was right. I think it was registered. So he's driving on the parkway, and the guy, all his partner was like, how fast can this thing go? <laughs> he did it, and because the car's so low, he took off, and he hit like a bump. The car ended up going flying oh my God. in the air, and it slammed, and this whole suspension just caved oh, and shattered. And like the, sh- the suspension was like a few hundred thousand dollars. And it was, it was, he, he talked about how he won the car and then lost, you know? Like, right, you know, right, yeah. And guess what? No insurance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now he don't care. No, now, well, <laughs> he's probably cool with it now. Even, you know what confuses me the most? How he's like, he goes, I spend like two percent of my time on Tesla, and I'm thinking, <laughs> what? Yeah. There was just a video of him like on a panel with like people from China and a bunch of other people, and they're talking about another way for China to be more efficient in in when it comes to like energy and stuff like that. He said, you can literally run China off of solar panel. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And he named the same exact, he named the, the right city, how much land is there, and how it's possible. And they all go, they're all looking at each other like, <laughs> yeah. holy shit. Like, yeah. he yeah. solved the problem on spot. The yeah. whole world could be run off solar. If you covered the Sahara Desert in solar panels, the entire world could run off of electricity. From, really? From just that. The sun, sun power. It's the way to go. If, we were driving this past uh, a week in Massachusetts, and literally the words out of my mouth, I was like, yo, like, there should be a football field of solar panels. And we're driving through Bumblefuck, Massachusetts. And sure enough, the next turn, there's a football field of oh, solar panels. It was so weird. I, we looked at each other. I, I, I was like, is that a fucking football field yeah, of solar, solar panels? panels. And like, he was just saying fuck? that. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, so I, love, I love that. When you're driving, you're like waiting for shit or you're looking. I did that one time. I looked to the right. I thought I was going to see something cool. I thought I was going to see something shitty. I look, it's fucking Orange County Choppers just like poking <laughs> out. And I'm like, yeah. let's go. Yeah. yeah. Going in. Yo, just whoa. that. If you guys oh, are back man. in Massachusetts, you gotta, you guys have to go to the Cape, man. Cape? Yeah, man. Cape, Cape. Cod. Oh, I've been to Cape Cod. I've never, my, my never fa- been. My family's I've got a place been. there. Next time you guys are out, let me know. If you guys are ever in Massachusetts, for whatever the reason might be, Love I don't it. go there too often. It's typically rented out, and my uncle spends a lot of time there. But if you're ever looking to like have a hard reset, and be able to just to vibe and, 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 and chill out for a week or whatever it is. I can never last a week because it gets too boring, in my opinion. I need to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really the way to go. I've been, I've been contemplating taking doing like a desert retreat. Like just just to get cool. the mind right, man. I feel so like you should come to Africa with us. That's a real getaway. Desert retreat. The, yeah. the term of that. Oh, so there's actually something. So I, I'm sure a lot of a, a lot of you guys follow uh, the high society or whatever it is. Yeah. They have started their own desert retreat. Which is I forget the name of it. It literally just like started this past month, mm-hmm. and it's you know you go to these mineral pools, and it's just like you hang out, you know, you eat good food, 
you know, you spend a lot of time outdoors, you're relaxing, you're, you know, you're working out, you're doing yoga, like, it may sound stupid, but at the same uh-huh. time, it's a, it's a way to just reset and have, you yeah. know. It doesn't sound stupid that's, at all. That's my <laughs> Shangri-La. I it's, love to It's just called the High look. Desert Retreat. I've, I've been craving that, <clears throat> like, a, like an individual trip. Of just like finding yourself. I'm just gonna go pick an Airbnb somewhere just by myself. I don't even want to bring anyone, and just like go in the area and just be with me and my thoughts, and like no pressure whatsoever. We had a taste of it this past week, and like that was like it was really like work wise, it was shit. But like we found these moments where we were just like, wow, we're way more relaxed, you know. And you're not, it was, you're not in the hustle. It was know, so healthy. Like, it was so in, healthy. Out in a canoe on a lake. Yeah. And it could have been even better. But, you know, knowing and getting a taste of that again, like, I just been having this inner feeling of just like, yo, I just got to be here by myself for something. That's the one thing I love about New York. You, you, you know, you can take somebody in New York, but you can't take the New York out of somebody mm. in the right, in, depending on the right person. I think. That's the one advantage we have is the 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 amount of aggression and aggressiveness that we carry as you know people in business. You know we want to get the shit done. You Plus know, you, you're a New Yorker. You go you go to Cal, you go to you go to California. We've we've had people where they're like, you know, we when what you know in in my tech company we need to get product out or whatever the case we're waiting payment. I'm like, hey, you know, it's it's cold from someone. So you know, you know what's going on. You know, can we take payment on this? Yeah, man. Like, uh, let me give you a call in like two days. Um, All right, you know, no problem. It's only been three weeks, but no problem. Take your time. You know, it's it's so slow. North for me. We want my family wants to move to North Carolina, and we we were driving around with the realtor, and all of a sudden, we're getting waved at, and we're like, "Yo, who the like who's waving at us?" You know, and they're like. They're just that nice, yeah. and I'm like, "There's no way." Yeah, you know, you you wave to, to you wave to someone in Manhattan, they're fucking flipping you off. Yeah. Like, it's just it's <laughs> just like, what did they want? Why do they know? Yeah, me? you're gonna get. You're what gonna are get they robbed. trying to get from me? <laughs> it's never good, but like, it's just it's crazy how different like each state is in that regard. You know, here we I think we you know we don't see it to the full potential here of what how good people can be. Yeah. You know, we 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 deal. That's why I always consider moving. I mean, I personally want to move to Southern Florida. I mean, it doesn't really get any better there, <laughs> to you know, to be completely honest. But you know, just a change in scene, man. Yeah. I would love to wake up on a balcony, go, go on a balcony, and balcony get on the laptop emails. on a weekend and cook up. You know, and just get the emails out, do what I need to do, and 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 carry on about my day. That that's you know that's what's yeah you know amazing. I've been being called for like Midwest. I went, did a road trip out there. Manifest destiny. Oh man, it just the vibes out there, the energy, just open, being like, just everything's boxed here. Now, you know? what about? Have you guys ever considered like vlogging? Like just like? Oh yeah, like, I vlogged for twenty days in a row once. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah, it's so hard. Do you know who Ice Poseidon <laughs> is? No. I think I, so like I love twi- I loved. I used to love like Twitch streamers. Ice Poseidon's one of the biggest Twitch streamers, but he's a savage. He he does the craziest challenges. They do like, there's him, there's Asian Andy, and what they do is like, they do um, challenges where tell me this is not one of the best ways to make money. They're they're so funny. Like they have like the most fucked up jokes. Like they're like when you think about the sick sense of humor that comes from the internet, it all stems from his his following. Like it's just it's so funny, and so he does challenges where he goes to sleep, but he leaves the speakers on and. If you tip over X amount on Twitch, you can play whatever the fuck you want. 
So they play the craziest shit, mm-hmm. and like by the end of the night, you know, it's you know seven hours. He's had five. He has five grand in his Twitch account. Mm. You know, the Asian Andy does the same thing, but he does it in public. He'll go and sit down somewhere, and people are playing like <laughs> some crazy shit. Like whether it's a porn scene or like there's a snippet called Ram Ranch. Like <laughs> it's so funny. It's horrible. I pulled him up. He has like 600k subs on YouTube. YouTube wow. is not his platform. You have to go to Twitch. Is where he's at. That's where his money's made. That's where his oh, home. he's live right now. Is in he Palm Beach? Yeah, of course he is. And it's a live daily vlog. Yeah, like you just said. There's another guy that is my I- – nah, he's not my idol, but, like, he's one of the fu- – if not one of the funniest guys, in my in my opinion. His name's Hampton Brandon. In court right now. No, we can do it, bro. Live in a shopping cart mm. in Palm Beach. <laughs> See, so IRL is a real oh, – they're going into this store in a sh- in one of those shopping carts. Savage. Homes. They're absolutes. They, will, they, they one time took, a, uh, like, a pickup truck. And, and they were all sitting in the back of the flatbed driving on Rodeo. And yeah. like, and but the thing is, with frostbite, like he was literally, he, he was shaking. Like he was going to like shock. <laughs> like he, absolute, like when you want it, like when you talk, want to talk about people who will do whatever it takes, he's been banned on Twitch. He's been, he's been banned on every platform. He's now getting, you know, his band appealed and everything. But like, is he, all. is Hampton Brandon's on, on the ground? He's ready. He's ready to pounce. Right. Ice was fucking streaming on a box in Ro- on Rodeo, like on I think it was on a on a box. Like people were just walking past him. Like who does that? Yeah. You know who does that? Few days, like shit like that, and they all lose sh- like their minds. It's it you know it get, it's big YouTube since the jump. What did he just say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're playing doing on. Let's find out. Two hours. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, That's absolutely crazy, man. Right, dude. How does that happen? It's just, it just, it goes on. You know, it's, it's just a, you know, a tangent, man. You know, you find, there's so many things to talk about. You know, it's, it, it, it can go on and on and on and on. It's yeah. just the way it is. I mean, but you could definitely, I could see you having a podcast, like sh- when the time's right. You know, when the time's right. I mean, personally, like I used to love Periscope. Oh like, yeah. My dad, my dad used to have like a thousand followers on Periscope. Don't know how. Don't know what this asshole would talk about. Yeah. <laughs> I'd always bust his balls about it. Um, and like, yeah, there's times where like, I'll be driving and I'll have my, my phone mounted and I'll turn it. I'll see, I'll get the notification and says like, he's live. And I'm like, I go on, he'll see me join. But yeah, I mean like he, he's the same way I am. I mean, I, we fight all the time. Like that, you know, that's just the way it is. Like we're such, we're so similar that it, you know, works against us. But like, if it's one thing he's got, it's like, he's got the mentality to talk to people. He's learned, you know, he's taught me to really treat people. You know, with the Respect. way you, it's not, yeah, you know, the, the treat people the way you want to be treated goes such a long way. Nobody really puts any thought into what that really means. Yeah. You know, and I, I feel like there's so many times where I'll, I'll reach out to someone in my, you know, and I'll reach out to an agent and the way I, if I come off very aggressive, they get very, you know, defensive. Mm-hmm. But if I, you know, I start off the conversation very lightly, they're, so, they're, you know, a sweetheart and they end up being very, you know, very nice to me and it ends up working very well. Yeah. So, you know. It's all about the approach, man. I mean, one big thing I learned from from solar sales was like when uh, a customer is not is just not getting it for some reason. Like it's taking take a step back and be like, "Oh, I'm not explaining something right here." Like, don't put it on them. It's it's always your fault. Like, I'm not explaining something. So, like when so the example I have is people would be like, "Wait, I don't get it. How do you guys make money?" If uh, you're giving me these solar panels for free, 
Because that's kind of how that's how it goes. You just buy energy from the solar panels instead of the energy company. Yeah. And it's half your energy charge for for the energy we have now. Back, right. You can sell the energy, the unused energy back. Right. You can do that too, but the way solar works is. You right now you buy energy from the power lines. To get that power, it's from a New Jersey power plant. So half of the bill is just to deliver the energy here from Jersey. And it breaks it down on your bill to sixty percent from New Jersey and then to whatever, two hundred bucks. You're taking that all out because it's free delivery for the sun to your house. So, so that's what you save on. Yeah, where you're you still pay- paying. Where do you, where do you get paid on the back end? Like, do you get how do you get paid on the back end? How do we get paid? Yeah, we get paid per how big the system is. So per kilowatt, every four panels, you get a certain amount of money, and then it, sure. and okay. then it goes from there. Okay. So you always want a bigger system, but you you don't want to give the customer more panels than what they need, because then they're paying for the energy still, even though their house doesn't need it, and they can sell it back. But it's at a much cheaper rate than what they're buying it for, so there's no reason to sell it back. That's that's real. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Before before we wrap this up, there's one thing that I've been looking at that's actually been catching my eye recently. I mean, I personally don't see myself venturing off into it, but the big thing that's been trying to push social media is um, ATM investments. What do you mean? So ATM let's say so you essentially own an ATM. You fill the ATM with X amount of cash. And let's say I put it, let's say I put it, you know, in Brentwood at a, at a convenience store, you mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of people that are probably need cash, you know, so I get, I get basically the interest off of that. So, oh, so like when it says like this, the fee for this is a dollar 25, you make that dollar 25. Yeah. And some, I think there's another way that you can, you know, have a residual come from that. But it's essentially more of a reinvestment type thing. But, you know, if you ha- it all depends on location, man. I mean, I can put a, you know, I, my barber is cash only. The thing is, is everyone that goes to the barber, that barber is a repeating customer. So they know that it's cash only. That's my only concern. But if you put it, you know, in the borough somewhere at a convenience store like a bodega where you want to put it. I mean, I doubt you're going to get a contract with 7-Eleven. But even even in that instance, you know, it's. Yeah. That's, that's a good investment. Yeah, that's nice. That's the one that's, you know, moving around the internet. But Moving. Moving, movers. <laughs> All, right. All right, so let's wrap it up. Let's wrap. You got some Ritz crackers? There you go. Wrapping the Ritz. Um, so have you said a, not said anything that you wanted to say coming into here? No, I mean, I think, I ca- I think I've covered pretty much everything. I think the, mm-hmm. one, the, the, the main point I was trying to get out of this was... Stay conscious. You know, the problem is we, 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 we get so lost in life that, you know, you don't stay, you know, you're not, there's not, no self-awareness, you know, make, you know, every day counts. It really does, you know, and I'm sure you, you guys definitely both know that, you know, you have one good day. It, 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 sometimes it can snowball effect into a good week or a good month. You know, you're always going to have those shitty fucking days. We all have them. I had one yesterday, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it should be as transparent as possible, but you should never let it, you know, deter you from pushing forward. I mean, always have your back. I, I, some people would disagree, but I always say, have your, always have your back against the wall. Because then you have, one, you have no one else to blame. Two, the pressure should, you know, as they say, pressure makes diamonds. But, you yeah. know, the, the pressure will help you drive. I mean, but I do appreciate being on this, man. Thanks for coming, dude. Yeah, man. Coming it was a nice surprise for me. Yeah, woke him up. I was, yeah, I was sleeping until <laughs> one minute before you walked in. <laughs> <laughs> Pop-up podcast. Boom. Yeah, I just popped up. Nope, oh, shoot. Yeah, Let's it. go. Here we <laughs> Stand over here. Awesome. But that was great. I 
based on what you said, you have you like having your back against the wall. I like that too. Did, were you someone who always waited to the last minute to f- do a paper? Oh yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, and I stand. Some they always say your grade's gonna be shitty. Time management. If I if I know the if if I know the papers due in a month, I'll probably do it two days prior. I at least have forty eight hours where I have you yeah. know, full concentration. You know mm-hmm. the problem is you spread it out too, you know, too thin, and you lose, you know, you lose it a little bit. Lose a little quality, yeah. Person, personal, opinion. two three days for that is good. If you start yeah. like that, the day before that's a little too much. That's pressure. a cram. That's a, that's a lot cram. of pressure. Yeah. I mean, we pulled some all nighters though, but like, yeah, I mean, without like Adderall or something, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I'm popping that one off. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled a ten page paper once in one night because of Adderall, though. No, five. Oh yeah, that's that's a, that's a legendary move. It, ha- it, it has to be done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> legendary move. That's a legendary move. I I wish I that's had. That's the world we're in now, though. I wish I I wish every day I had an Adderall prescription. I'd be a fucking animal. I'd probably also <laughs> lose my shit at the same time. Yeah. I would, I, you know, talk about ten x. Grant, you know, Grant always says he used to do blow like no tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, man. I'm sure he's mm. still. I'm sure it's still a little. Oh yeah, he was a drug addict, right? Yeah. He's recovering. Yeah, he went to he's rehab. Yeah. Dude, think about this. Before you, just this is just one thing off the top of my head. Think about it. This, he sold a guide to how to improve car sales for dealerships. He didn't have a job. He never worked at a car dealership at the time. <laughs> how did? You, how do you? So yeah. he ended up selling him selling a product before he even had experience in the product. Yeah, you know that's 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 amazing. You know that comes down to you know people skills and you know even it, the people we all listen to. Gary V is the same way. Andy Frasilla slept in the back of his store on a fuck on a on it. What he says a piss stained mattress for mm. you know uh-huh. for for X amount of months. You know two years. You know two years straight. He, the most he made was like six hundred bucks. People yeah. were laughing at him. Now look. Yep. You know, it's it's a completely different game, you know, especially people that, you know, hated on him. You know, t- you know, the worst what are you going to tell him? You know, he's he's a piece of shit, he's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Work smarter. Stepping stones. That's always, always I got a good story actually before we're done about um all right, so this guy had 100 million dollars. I forgot his name. He had 100 mil, he lost every penny of it cuz his business went under. So now he's poor, he had no money. And he was like, all right. He didn't panic. He's like, what do I do? I need money now. He goes to Vegas, meets up with some of his rich friends. And his rich friends are like, I I need all these watches. I need Rolex watches. And I need them all for, um, for $2 million. Um, and then the guy's like, all right, I'll go take care of this. The, the, the guy who's poor. He goes to the watch people and he's like, I need all these watches. Oh no no! This is how it went. He's like, I got, I could spend ten mil on. I need ten million dollars for all these watches. So he goes to the guy, the watch guy, and he goes, "All right, I'll give you. I need all these watches for two million to the guy, the watch dude." And he's like, two million? You're crazy! I'm not doing less for anything less than eight million. And the guy's like, "All right, eight million. And then he made two million bucks right there. Wow! Because <laughs> he he had the ten mil to spend. <laughs> the guy, he started at two. He's like, I won't do it for anything less than eight. All right. <laughs> he right. made two million, Easy. and wow. right, but boom, he's right back. Yeah, yeah. So and you're just booming up from there. You just gotta yeah. work smart. That's a good thing yeah. of just like trusting that you can pull through out of out of something. Like trust that process of yourself. Mm-hmm. Of like, I went through a hard time, different situation, but similar, you know, structure, <laughs> and I trust that aspect that I know I can bounce back. That's per, that's the thing you you entrust in the struggle. This the struggle is not is temporary. I mean, I think we all there's times where like five different things hit us at once, and you're like, 
you know, you're freaking out, full blown, you know, anxiety attack. But then there's also those times where it's like, all right, like it's fine. You know, it's not the end of the world, you know, and you just reassess the situation. You know, there's been so many times where it's like, I, I'm, what does Gary V always says? Always say, you definitely have shit in your house. Sell it. <laughs> yeah. Sell it. You know, if you can, you, if you can yield a hundred, a couple hundred bucks a week, it's a hundred, couple hundred bucks more than you were making. Yeah. He's all about flipping. Always. I'm, yeah, that's my, that's my, you're a flipper that's, too. That's my weakness. I'm a little mini flip. My weakness. I've, I've, I'm I've shelled out so much money just to like, for like, which I shouldn't like over the course of like a week or so just to make the return. Mm. I never buy anything that's expensive unless I have a buyer for it already. Yeah. People do that in real estate. People will put the down payment, put the money or, or sign, um, go under contract, put the down payment down, get the, get the, um, the, the deed, then sell the deed for more than their, their loan is. <laughs> smart, dude. It's, it's smart. Just, it's crazy, man. But again, man, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming it. on, dude. Thank you. Cool. Always a pleasure. Peace and love. Thank Peace and love. <laughs> Keep there moving. You go. Keep moving. Thank you for listening, everyone. If you liked what you heard, please give us reviews, ratings, and likes, and all that stuff. It helps us so much more than you know. Um, Feel free to hit me up if you want to be a guest, if you have an opinion on something, or if you just want to (laughs) talk. Thanks again, everyone. Have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon.